0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly A-Louis sports podcast. My voice is, whoa, 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 I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Jesus, this is episode 324 for the week of January 28th, 2024. The title of this week's episode is CU29, more like see You when rank is fixed. Oh. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Jeez, man. Oh, my God. My name what is Josh. Title. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week I'm joined by the the man getting down with the sickness, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Wednesday evening? I'm doing. I don't
1: know how I, <laughs> as you said, down with the sickness. I, I'm going to give the story here. So I went to my brother's over the weekend, and as soon as I got home Sunday night, laid down in bed and my sinuses just like flared and like that whole burning feeling in the throat and nostrils came on and yeah, I ended up with a fucking cold and it's right now it's coming in waves where like, I feel fine. One minute, the next minute I'm like just sweating and it's horrible, but we're here. I'm going to do my best today. I'm sorry if I'm coughing or anything, but I'm going to try to mute myself. If that happens, so yes, we get AI Will again. Um and we're 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 here. We're doing the thing. But Josh, how are you doing, man?
0: Um I am doing well as well. Thank you for asking. Um I am tired. Like very tired. But that's um because of what happened last night. I was up till uh I was up till 3 a.m. our time, uh, with snag last night. So that oh gosh yeah that was you play, uh, playing Halo or what yeah. were you playing yeah oh shit so did you do your placements? Yeah, <laughs> obviously you think. <laughs> Which, what'd you fucking get? Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about oh, it. Okay, trust okay. me, we'll talk about it. Oh my god, what's up, Benjamin? Welcome back. It's good to see you, bud. Um, we're gonna shout you out because uh, you got a placement in one of the uh, tournament recaps that Will's going to go through. So I see you. I see you, Ben. What's up, White's Edge? Welcome back. I should say, welcome, everybody, back to the live show, everybody that's tuning in live. Uh, greatly appreciated. Hope you guys are having a great fucking night. Uncle Bobby, with the five gifted subs, you get a woo, woah woo, woo, woo. Greatly appreciated. Thank you so very much for the gifted subs. Juan, good to see you as well. If I if I miss anybody I apologize. Crunchy Dad, see you there. What's up? What's up? Hammer McPoopin, I apologize if I missed you earlier. I think I got everybody. I think we're there. I think we're I think we're chilling. I think we're chilling. Uh shows you D5 on the screen then puts you in D3, shake your head. Uh Trippy and Dead Zone put you in a blender. Oh, tr- trust me. We'll we'll talk about the whole ranked Shitstorm. storm that is on the docket for today um but i also want to say will do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show what do we got halo Infinite's content update 29 has officially been released and with it some bullshit so without further ado uh will before we get into the competitive news i think you have a couple housekeeping items you wanted to discuss yeah just one mainly um we are currently
1: waiting on our jersey samples before orders will open up i had a couple people ask about jerseys um, the Falling Stars jersey did win the design selection from the community. So that is what we will be going with. Um, it's the only image left in the jersey voting channel. And once everything is okayed from the samples, I want to make sure quality is good, coloring's right on the logo, all that good stuff. Um, we will we'll get those orders out. I'm planning on doing a Google Doc order form, so you will need to have a verified Google account. To do a jersey and the google doc orders just allow me to take those order forms and then put them in a spreadsheet so that since i'm doing all the ordering customizing myself i i will be able to get that all done much easier with a spreadsheet so um i appreciate everyone's patience i know we started this at the beginning of the year it's now end of january and uh just waiting for those samples to come in and then we can move forward perfect and yeah that's that's all i have for housekeeping also also um i guess the freaking community tournament i gotta check yeah dude to see that's coming up on february 10th
0: fuck yeah
1: um last i looked we needed one more sign up to make a full round of 16 but i'm going to double check that now if you want to continue on Let's see. Oh, yep. We still need one more sign up to make a full 16. If not, we can run with 15 and one, uh, one heat will just be lower, but yeah. February 10th at noon, we'll be streaming it. Josh and I will be casting and running everything. And it's just a fun community tournament, custom Olympics with all the custom modes we've run in our community play dates and thought it would be a fun thing to put on for the community.
0: Fuck. Yeah. It's going to be sick. I don't have to torture myself through it. So I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, It's going to be awesome. What's up, Ash? Welcome back into see I can't you. wait. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. Shout out to Will for uh, getting all that fucking stuff to put together for that, too. It is awesome. awesome. Um, all right, Will, is there anything else you want to talk about for housekeeping before we move on? <laughs> no, no, we're good. All right. Then, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into some competitive news. Tournament has been announced by Hydra Gaming. This one shall be interesting, they say. 4v4 Random Picker Tournament. Um, teams will be randomly picked and streamed on February 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern standard time. There is a link included in the Google doc of the show. of the show exclamation point show notes in chat. Go check it out. Um, February 18th, 2 p.m. Eastern standard time, $200 for first, a hundred for second, which is subject to change. So if they get any extra funding, I assume that's that, that is where it would go. Um, Yeah, sure enough, we, we, uh, we're we fully aware of the discrepancies and skills uh, that has been happening within Ranked, and I promise you we will get to that later on in the show. What's up, Spry and Ryan? Welcome back as well. Invisibly, welcome back. All right. Sherzy Shouts, Episode 1, Forbidden. Um, So, Will, we had talked about previously how uh, Spartan had come out and said that the reason why he hadn't come out with like a, a call-outs video for Forbidden is because they haven't scrimmed on it yet, so on and so forth. Well, Scherzi took efforts into his own hands and with the help of Kalen over at Europa Halo um, created this new series. It's going to be called Scherzi Shouts. So uh, it is a callouts video for the map Forbidden and you should go fucking check it out if you want to learn a little bit more about what the potential callouts will be on that map. So do it up. Awesome. Yes. European Halo League is looking for assistance. This is by the European Halo League. We're looking for help. We're currently looking for a tournament operations manager to join the EHL leadership team. Additionally, we're looking for a social media coordinator to help operate our socials during our game days. Applications can be sent to admin at Europe. Uh, Jesus. I, I keep wanting to say Europa Halo, but that's not the case here. It is admin at European And again, link is included in the Google doc of the show. Into the show, exclamation point Show notes in chat. Stop. Me! With a six month resub, you get a, whoa, Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. Next up, we have a couple Tashi's tantalizing tidbits for you all right now. First up is regarding the 64 team cap for majors. um, He states that if they sell out quick, we will look to expand, but starting at 64 for now. And it's for this one and, of course, potentially other majors as well. Okay, so there you go. We talked about it uh, last week or the week before. Where um when the roadmap was released, that it's gonna be 64 team caps for majors. So it looks like if they sell out, they're thinking about adding more. We'll have to wait and see. Team passes are still not available yet. So stay tuned for those. Um speaking of Gosh, something was, what's up? Oh, no, I was I was
1: curious just your your viewpoint on the 64 team cap cap for, for the majors. Um uh, just because like for me it's I I look at it operations wise and I look at it community wise, right? Yes. Operations. They want it condensed. They want it concise. They're able to get through everything in the time that they want. Yeah. But from the community side, it's why would you exclude teams that want to come to your major and play?
0: Absolutely. I think it really, I think it heavily depends on, I think using this major as a test is, is what I would do because uh, somebody put like how this whole conversation on Twitter started was somebody was like it? It I'm gonna paraphrase here because I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of it was it was throwing shade at them for like um, having it a 64 team cap at the location that's like central to everything, and so the, I would use this as the bar, right? So if 64 team passes sell out for Arlington and they add more, you kind of have your bar there, because I would assume that overall. Again, this is an assumption. I'm probably wrong here. But if I were to just assume, because you're right, Texas is at the center of everything, right? Like, in, in that area, right? So yeah. I would assume less teams sign up overall for the other majors when compared to Arlington. Um, so, like, if they if they are just able to hit the 64 team cap and, like, maybe there's a few extra spots or whatever, then I think you keep the 64 team cap and that's it. Um, but if it's like a dramatic, like we have a hundred teams sign up or something or like something around that ballpark, then it's like, okay, now we kind of have a barometer for the next events. We can be like, okay, maybe we don't do 64 or maybe they just do it again. We're like, Hey, if we sell more, we sell more. But I think it also, I think Tashi also said that he, they're working with optic for both scenarios. So I think then it's more so of a case of like, the, yes, this this is an optics building. Um, so do they go to like for SLC, right? Do they go to space station and be like, hey, we want to be prepared for both scenarios. That's that's what I'm a little concerned about. So I don't know. Sure. Um, but no, I'm. I was honestly fine with the 64 team cap just based off of how Infinite has been going. Um. You're right, though. Obviously, from the community standpoint, you want to have as many spots open as possible. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't mad at it. But again, I'm not competing. But I, I'll tell you this much. If I was competing, I'd make sure to get a team pass immediately when they go on sale. So yeah, there'd there, be on it. Yeah, there'd be no excuse, right? Yeah. Because the last thing... We've seen this before. Like, the last thing I want to see is, like, oh, we've sold out a team pass, and then somebody comes along and be like, oh, I never had a chance to buy it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you should have had more spots. I'm like, motherfucker, they announced when they were available. You just weren't there in time. It's not my fault. And when I say my, I mean like HCS's. Yeah, gotcha. What about you, though? What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on it? Um,.
1: Kind of, it's the same like what I said before. I, I get limiting it for operational um, concerns or whatever it may be, wanting to keep it concise and move the the tournament along. Mm-hmm. But we also saw or heard I've seen on on Twitter that people will buy team passes just to go sure. and not play. Yeah. So it limiting it to sixty four ensures that the people who are going are going to be playing. On the other side, a lot of these amateur teams sometimes don't form until three days before the event. You're not wrong about that. And and these teams that are coming together, I, I guess, then would just have to chalk the major up and then try to get in the next one and play online. You know,
0: I've also seen instances of like a player or two buying buying into a team pass, right? So that way, even if they do form a team last minute, they have everything ready to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you're that, and that should just be it. If you're thinking about going, you should buy that team pass. Yeah. Um,
0: and I know it's and, not cheap. Like, we're not saying it's a cheap thing to just fork over and be like, yeah, fuck, if, if I go, I go. If I don't, I don't. But, you know, if you're even remotely thinking about competing, then I would assume you have that mentality of you have the money available to put down for it or you're pulling people in, whatever it is.
1: And, and if you're paying the travel cost to go, you're competing, like right. you, that money should be there.
0: Right, absolutely. Uh, ben Jamin even says, he, th- he says, uh, I think Arlington last year was only around 70 teams, so 64 teams is fine. That's fair. Yeah. Um Ikuza, yes, yeah, so we mentioned it in the tournament league recaps. And it's not necessarily their fault. Like, the game, the servers were down. So I'm not going to throw a shade at LVT for what happened.
1: Yeah, they did what they could.
0: Exactly. And like I said, we'll talk about it. We have their statement in the show notes, too. We will be talking about it. Um. See, so yeah, I'm curious as to how it'll go. Um, it's just not to sound pessimistic, Will, but I've I've said this to you. I've said this to the show multiple times. It's like I don't think we're ever going to hit that peak ever again. So, from an operation standpoint, if you have 64 teams and that's the what you set it at, okay. At least there's way less like variance and a potential for fuckery to happen if you increase it at the last fucking minute. Yeah. Like these are these are big events that are being held. Now granted, like Tashi did say that they're that they're working with Optic for both scenarios, which is great. So because that makes me believe that okay, if we have 64 teams, we're set to go, we're good. If we have more than 64, we're still set to go, we're good. But what if that's yeah, not the case some... in every major?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there there has to be if if HCS is planning on changing it it's good to know they're planning ahead that's all that's really what it comes down to and the yeah. communication is open that this is what needs to happen if it
0: changes absolutely absolutely so i i'm still obviously we're we're still fucking excited for the season to start um we're excited for the events regardless uh obviously i just hope Arlington is better than last year's because last year's was a disaster um relatively speaking but yeah i mean it, it just gets back to what I was saying before. If they stick to 64 teams and based off what Tashi said, it sounds like it's, it's based off of how many people show up to buy it. Right. But yeah, if they sticks with 64 teams, it's if you're a player and you're heavily considering competing, then fucking make sure you're available to buy a team pass when they go on sale. That's it. It's just do your due diligence, do your job. That's all I can really ask. Um. All right. But back to what I was saying before. Um, speaking about things that are also not available at this time. Um, regarding signing up for this weekend's HCS Open tournaments. Uh, Tashi says they're finalizing some details with Face it and Esports Engine, coming in hotter than we'd like. Keep an eye out for news from the HCS. So yes, the tournaments that take place this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Or I I should say yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I think. Uh, signups are not available at this, at the time of recording this show, at the time that we are live right now, signups are not available for any region yet. So that's fun. There you go. That's all I got to add about that. Um, it just fucking sucks. What do you, Yeah. but we've, we've done this fucking song and dance before. Will
1: (laughs) that we have, man, uh, cutting it close, but hopefully things go smooth once it's open. And it's not like, Hey, the tournament's
0: in two hours, sign up now. All all I have to say, Will, is like, at least players can't be pissed about missing their opportunity because it's already going to be up a couple days or a day before the tournament starts. So you, that's your, there you go. It's right there, right then and there. It, yeah. Oh my God. What's up, Brooks? Welcome back. Good to see you. Um. All right. But let's talk about things that are, that are available right now. The 2024 HCS bundles are available in the Halo Infinite store. This is by the HCS. And uh, here's something a little, a little, uh, like, yeah, hey, gotcha, bitch. Like, that that's what I think about when, when I saw this. So, um, click, crack, boom. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And yes, click, we are going to be talking about it. Don't worry. We'll talk about ranked. We'll get there. But I want to talk about the pricing structure of these HCS bundles just for a hot second. So when you boot up infinite for the first time after this update is released and you go to the, you go to the shop and you look at the HCS offerings, you would see that before buying any of them, like you would see that the 2024 bundles are all 1500 credits instead of the standard 1000 credits. And I'm like, that's fucking odd. And then I thought to myself, well, I'm going to buy them anyway. So I bought one of them. For fifteen hundred credits, and then all the rest of them went to a thousand credits. Okay, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I wonder if it's because of that Bandit model that is in the bundles. Sure, shit, sure, that's exactly the reason why. So, every like any first bundle purchased is fifteen hundred credits and comes with that Bandit model. Every other bundle purchase after the first is a thousand credits. And uh, I find it fucking hilarious that they did not disclose that ahead of time. It wasn't until people made a fuss about it that the official HCS account did tweet that out. So how fun we is that? Have,
1: didn't we have a model in another HCS bundle that didn't raise the price? Correct. Also, remember when you so- got the Athlon helmet for free? Oh, yeah. So that's, I think that's where a lot of the frustration and yeah, I honestly, I was confused. I bought one HCS skin that I really wanted. And I said, 1500, I'm not buying any more. Yep. I'm only going to buy the one that I really want and move on. So. Yep.
0: John says, why do I have to buy the bandit? Exactly. You shouldn't have to. It's, that's another problem with their bundling structure in general. It's like, let's say you're looking through So for those who don't know, you can actually, you can scroll through the customization items And if they were previously sold in the store, you can buy that cosmetic. The problem is, is that you have to buy it as part of that cosmetics bundle that it was actually a part of when it was in the store. You cannot buy that piece, that chest piece, the shoulders, the knees, the visor, the helmet, whatever it is. You cannot buy it individually. You have to buy it within whatever bundle it was a part of. So that's just another issue in and of itself, but yeah, it's just it's fucked, man. Uh, the other thing too, we'll talk about um when we get to like the normal Halo news later in the show, we'll talk about the move from seasons to operations and just just like a, a foreshadowing to that conversation that we'll have later. Um, so for those who don't know, seasons in Halo Infinite are gone. They're no longer do, they're no longer doing seasons and seasonal battle passes. Instead, what events were when Halo Infinite launched, those have become operations, and the operations model are what's being used as the free-to-play model moving forward. So every four to six weeks, we're we're getting a 20-tier free battle pass um, with some arguably shit cosmetics, but everything's subjective, so whatever. Um, but the thing is, is that if you go into the shop right now, and you look at all the offerings from the regular Halo Infinite shop for the Mark IV core, like there are six or seven or even eight, I forget exactly the number it is, but there's like six to eight different armor bundles for the Mark IV core. Now granted, a lot of these pieces are now cross core, but like just genuinely like generalizing here. And if you think about it, and I saw, I saw, I was looking on Reddit, bad idea, but I was looking on there and whatnot. And believe it or not, I think some semi good points were being made of like, think of some of these were included in a seasonal battle pass. And I'm like, yeah, you look at that shop and you're like, that's, that's like over $200. It's like over $200 for, to get all those bundles. I'm like, what the fucking shit? So. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. But we got to talk about the content update. Halo Infinite Content Update 29, this is the patch notes, and these are specifically for the ranked edition of the patch notes, is what I'm going to call them, because we have them in the competitive news segment of the show. Balance changes. The Bevo itself, ladies and gentlemen. The Bandit Evo's air angle has been reduced to zero, meaning it no longer has bullet spread, also known as Bloom, when firing. The developer notes, we wanted to address some of the feedback that shot registration from the bandit Evo was feeling inconsistent since most of the sentiment has been positive around the weapon. We felt the slice change would keep the weapon handling the same while improving shot registration. So they adjusted the error angles um, to zero and they removed the reticle bloom. So there you go. They, uh, they removed bloom entirely. It was there barely, but they removed it entirely will your thoughts um
1: i honestly didn't realize that there was bloom on the bandit with it being kind of the precision single shot weapon i didn't expect that to happen i expected some recoil from the like the reticle going in and out maybe that was like the what was going on but the fact that your bullet could just have a different trajectory from where you fired mm-hmm this is what it should have been from the start, in my opinion, and we'll see how it plays moving forward. Um, I feel like I'm getting melted a lot faster than before. So (laughs) play your corners.
0: I, uh, I was feeling last night. Now, obviously it it was more than likely not true, but I swear to God, there were, there were a few gunfights. I'd say more than a few. Oh, granted, I'm not good at the game, but I felt like there were more than a few gunfights where I was getting four shot with the bandit, not five shot. Mm. Like I just felt like I was getting killed faster. It just, it was weird. It just, it was weird. Like I like the change. Like it does feel more consistent. Obviously I'm dying more and I feel like I'm killing more people with it, but it's like, God, it's weird. But what's bloom. Oh, uh, Xerxes. Let's explain. So bloom on a weapon is when you look at the reticle, right? You look at the reticle of the weapon. Let's just use the bandit as an example and uh, you're shooting consistently, you're just shooting sustained fire, you'll see that inner reticle. So like there's two reticles for the bandit. That inner reticle will continue to expand and expand and expand and expand. This is a dramatization of what I'm doing on camera, but like it'll expand and expand the more you shoot, therefore making your shots less consistent. Okay, a big problem was um, in Halo Reach with the DMR. That was the biggest issue from a competitive standpoint was the bloom of the DMR where unless you, if you didn't pace your shots appropriately, you would see your reticle fucking expand and expand and expand and your shots would be just way less consistent. Like you, you'd have way less opportunities to get headshots with the DMR. And that's why later on in the lifespan of reach, they introduced no bloom, no sprint. Um, so yeah, now we don't have bloom on the bandit. So before, like if you go play with the traditional bandit in like social matchmaking, not the bandit Evo, but just the traditional bandit, you will see that if you, if you hit, if you're doing sustained fire, you'll see the reticle expand slightly. Right. Where now, um, for the bandit Evo and ranked that expansion of the reticle is gone. So hopefully that's an, that's a good explanation. Um... So, yeah I personally I like the change I feel like I do feel like my shots are more consistent now um I feel like I have been doing better at getting like one of my biggest issues and this is a, this is a like a personal like skill issue okay real life skill issue here um I'm always bad at getting that less headshot whether it be with the pistol I mean with the sidekick with the bandit with the BR I always feel like I'm just I'm ever so slightly off. I can never just get that last fucking headshot to get that kill. Now with this bandit change, I feel like I'm getting those more consistently. And that's also like me playing a little bit more. So obviously I'm just practicing more, but I do feel like those shots are hitting a little better. So it does feel good. Um, rolls cop. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And if I mispronounce that, I apologize. Uh, Did the change happen? This new update? Yes. Yes, it did. The Bandit Evo Bloom removal has is in the game right now. And then, let's talk about resolved issues and bug fixes. So, this is a resolved issue that has since become another issue. Let me explain. To mitigate an issue affecting equipment falling out of the playable area on various maps, all equipment pads and ranked arena playlist and ranked custom game variants will no longer enter the red rack state. When players pick up their equipment, a future halo infinite update will resolve this issue and reintroduce the red rack state for equipment and ranked playlists and ranked custom game map variants. This change is made via back end playlist update and blah, 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 blah. So again, they, they're, they quote unquote, fix this thing by then making it so the competitive scene they, they're not in shambles, but the, I think lucid was talking about it among others as well. Like it, it affects scrims. And I know, like I, I say on the show, uh, scrims don't matter, but like it affects practice, right? Because you're not playing with the definitive settings that you're going to be playing in a tournament level. And I mean, just, we, we talk
1: about how good lucid is with the equipment. Yeah. If he's playing scrims and that repulsor coming up, that much more often when that goes away, it's going to change the way the map plays.
0: Exactly. So you, you're having, you're having repulsor on live fire bottom mid on a constant spawn rotation because it's not red racked anymore. Like it's those types of things. Like it, it, at in the grand scheme of things, it sounds so minuscule. It sounds so small of a, of a quote unquote issue, but to these competitors, to these players playing at the highest level in the game, like this this can drastically change how a map flows. So I
1: guess the, my question is what's more damaging having the repulsor spawn or any equipment spawn more often or seeing that icon on the map going for it. And then, Oh wait, it's actually not there. Like it's a good question. Both could be both, both are an issue because you're going to, you might leave a position or try to make a play to get something. That's actually not going to help you out.
0: Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, my question now is, is this going to affect it, Or is there going to be a fix in place before this weekend's tournaments? Mm. Part of me thinks no, but I don't know. Like I'm not in those meetings. I don't know the work that they're doing. I can't like, I'm not, I'm not here to judge either. Like I'm just saying this, I'm putting it out there. And then let's say it's not like, let's just say for the, for hypothetical, that it's not fixed for this week's, this weekend's upcoming tournaments. When does it get fixed? Because you're like, you're not, I guarantee you, they're not GAing equipment. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're not going to do that. And they're not going to be like, they're not going to coordinate who has what in weight. Like, they're just going to play it like normal. But it just sucks because it's not how it's intended to be within the ranked and competitive settings. So.
1: I, I think personally at this point, you put the red rack back in, let it be known that it's an issue that equipment will stick in the ground. Basically. Potentially. And
0: it's not all maps, it's only some.
1: Right. And you just work on the fix while that's in there because reverting, I think, is more damaging to in, in my opinion, I think it'll be more damaging to the scene.
0: Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious as to how this is going to play out. Um but a couple good things, actually. Let's let's move over to the good here. Observer mode. The reticle alignment between observers and the player's first-person perspective has been improved, meaning an observer's reticle will now more accurately depict where the player is aiming. That's a good change. I like that change. Um, and also, the order of players listed in the custom game lobby menu is now consistent with the order of player perspectives available to observers in-game. Hopefully make things a little easier for observers out there to pinpoint the player that you want to be observing. So... Good stuff. That's it for the competitive news, which means it's time for Roster Media.
1: Oh, do we have some teams for you today? And I'm excited. Uh, we'll start off the roster of Ryan noob descendant precision and Huss will be your complexity roster moving forward. Excited to see them and what they bring to the table. um, Ryan Noble probably no longer rock his United, United skin. United. Which is a, I'm a little sad to see go. It's because cross he's had core it on now forever. It's cross core now. It is. Yeah. I, I suppose he could put it on and then just put the complexity logo on his armor. But that, I feel oh, like dude. they're going to be running. I feel like they're going to be running the the new, um, the the new
0: shaders and whatnot. Yeah. I hear you. So. Hey, Tyler, welcome back, by the way. Um, got a question for you for later. I'll just leave it at that. Go ahead, Will. Okay. You know what I'm referencing, um, Will. Yes, 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 I do.
1: Um, next announcement. Respectful is going to be a free agent. He says, free agent for all cups and qualifiers going forward. So if anyone's looking to pick up Respectful, he is there for you. Um, we do have Gilkey's team coming together, which is going to be Gilkey, Suspector, King, Nick, and Sab. Definitely a decent squad for any orgs look, looking to pick someone up. Indeed. We have a BH3 Esports, Bastos. Almost, is that Cycle? But it's not Cycle. It's XLX. Wow. CXLII, which I don't know how to pronounce, and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, Knuckles and Sunrise, or Rise, depending on how they pronounce it. Uh, sniping lies is a team coming together. That's going to be kid, nasty, sylvanic, tricky, and shysty. And then TSS mortally super CC. It's the last shot and cherished.
0: Hell yeah. Um,
1: so those are all the around, all the rosters we know of as of right now.
0: Riz was commenting on the, uh, Ryan noob in what he's going to be rocking. And, uh, he said he's rocking the, the complexity skin right now.
1: Oh, he's already switched it over. He already
0: switched it. Ah, oh. all right. All right. Uh sure enough asked, dumb question, does G1 have a team? Not yet. Not officially. Not yet. Yes, they do, Xerxes. Looking forward to see what they do. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Will, for running through those. And with that, uh, uh of course. That means it's time. For upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombin.com. Check out NoobCombin.com for all your Halo eSports needs. Fuck you, Matty Rums. Saturday, February 3rd is Native Gaming and Best Buy $2,000 FFA Showdown. And the EHL Griffball 4v4 is taking place. Maps have been announced, by the way, for that. Um, and my plan is to obviously include them in play dates. So stay tuned for that.
1: I do have to say for the new people here, the fuck you, Maddie rums, anyone who gets like a fuck you <laughs> from Josh, it's a term of endearment from him. Yes. It's like the ongoing joke. It's all love. Just want
0: to put that out there. It is all love. And yes, ongoing, I do know about that, but I'm not going to comment on that because it's not official yet. Just waiting for the mind freak Twitter account to tweet it out. And then yes, we'll include it. Rasta with the five month resub. You get a, woo! thank you very much. Welcome back. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, all right, then Saturday, February 3rd and Sunday, February 4th, we have the HCS open for North America on the Sunday, Fe- which you still cannot sign up for, by the way. Uh, Sunday, February 4th, we have the HCS opens for Mexico and the EU, which again, you still cannot sign up for at this time. And then Monday, February 5th, we have the HCS open for Australia, and New Zealand, which <laughs> you guessed it, you still can't sign up for at this time. We'll have to wait and see. That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcomba.com. Check out noobcomba.com for all your Halo e sports needs. Well, tournament league recaps. What do we got?
1: We actually have a couple scrims that took place. Oh, my. You have one listed here. God. It's Phase against Shopify, and that was 8-6 going to Phase. And
0: uh, then hold on one Op- second. Optic one second. also
1: went up against TSS. What's up?
0: Sorry. uh, Magic Mike. No. The Open for North America is both Saturday and Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. I apologize. We'll go right ahead.
1: Yeah. um, Optic went up against TSS. I believe that was an eight to three in favor of Optic. Those were the two scrims that I paid attention to.
0: Yes. There may be others
1: out there, but I don't know. But where can they go to find those, Will? You can go to Halo Data Hive. Oh, man. For all your scrim recaps.
0: For all your Halo statistical needs.
1: There you go, perfect.
0: Bada bing, bada boom, baby.
1: <laughs> um, some other events that took place: King J Invitational results. Third place went to Clutch Academy, Venge fueled, Chipster, and Millimete. Second went to Agro, Arpa, Piggy, Bloodlust, and Benjamin. Hey, Benjamin! It's Benjamin. Uh, first, <laughs> first went to Drink H two O, Crypto Drac. Psychona, McGrini and sub edge frags VODs are included in the show notes for anybody that wants to check them out.
0: I recommend you check them out. The vibes were next up. Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're they're genuinely like, if you go like, go watch the VODs, like the vibes are really great. People were having a good time. People were laughing. Love that. Love that.
1: Awesome. Um, Next up, Ice Fightful and your European Halo League draft tournament results. Uh, Second place went to Team Assault, which was Assault, Awake, Giant, and Ice Vermin. And first went to Team Strawley, which was Manlike Mike, Strawley, Hellshot, and Deco taking it home. We did have the 2024 Armed Forces Esports Championship. Fourth place went to the Coast Guard, which included Gooby, Toro's Scotty Nose and Anime Ed. Third went to Air Force, Command Station. Uh is it
0: l- Nope, it's, it's exactly it's exactly what you think it is. Liquor. Liquor uh
1: Liquor tray, tr- tr- tray Tree and Schlags. Second went to Navy, which was placement, decidual, shades and fades, and Fluxy. And first went to Army. Big of Sintra. Scott sl- or scoot Slays and elemento what a great gamer take elemento is it it's is a part of the alphabet everybody gets to and it's like elemento
0: <laughs> you know oh. also uh, i think this event was actually at the complexity like location too so just shot of complexity as well
1: yeah hell yeah hell yeah um <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> banana bread at work dude Anyway, Halo tournament LVT at Halo- Complexity, then?
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> On to LVT. LVT Halo 2v2 open. Number three, here are your results. Fourth place went to A6L, which was Lure and Acid. Third went to Team Renegade, which was Renegade and Snakebite. Second was Borders Cross, Legend and SLG. And first place went to Sentinel, Spartan, and Boobo Dooboo taking it home. And man, yeah. they, they played very well.
0: I think they do that consistently, don't they?
1: I mean, pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah
0: I think they play pretty well. It's it's like they're pro- it's like they're <clears throat> professionals or something. I don't know.
1: All right, I'm gonna go through the results here. Josh, I'll have you take the rest. Sounds good. Um, LVT Halo Four before open number three. So in third fourth was Team Gale Lewis, which was Burton Monster Straight Sick, and Squally, and then Bad News Bears Collect Spartan Neptune and Boo Boo. Boo-, Boo-, Boo-,
0: Boo-, Boo.
1: Second went to No Org Drift Noble tapping buttons and Acid. And first went to Shopify Rebellion, Mental Suppress, Soul Snipe, and Cycle. Yet again. Yes.
0: Um, and Spring King, not only shout out to Complexity for obviously hosting that event, but shout out to you as well for just reaching out and, you know, providing info. So fucking shout out to you, dude. Um, Yeah. So the LVT situation here, which isn't really a situation. So they had a top six bracket. Okay, they had a top six bracket at the end of it all. Um, It wasn't meant to be a top six bracket, but due to Halo Infinite servers going down, or just Halo servers going down in general, I think MCC was affected as well, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it was just Infinite, but regardless, due to Halo servers going down for like, what was it, three or four hours, I think is what the total time was that they were down for, but regardless... uh. LVT put out a statement. Here's the statement. It says, Halo servers went down, but the show must go on. We apologize to all for the inconvenience. We have come to the decision to cut to a top six bracket with our undefeated teams advancing to bracket play. We made it through four rounds of Swiss play before the servers went down. Thank you to all who competed. So they took the undefeated teams from Swiss, the four rounds that were played, and they moved those on once the servers came back online because obviously, you know... Due to the service being down for literal hours um at a time, it throws a fucking wrench into things. And you can't like you can't just come back three or four hours later and be like, oh yeah, we'll just continue where we left off. Like that's not it's not fucking feasible. With the amount of with the amount of players that were available to compete, um, the amount of regions that were able to compete, it's like you can't what are you gonna do? Um Dragon Slayers with the brand new sub. Thank you so much. You get a woo. Thank you very much for the new sub. Appreciate you. you. Um And then here's a conversation that happened between Druck and Tools over on Twitter. Druck said, uh I do anything to not play Swiss format again and I his set his sentiment is not the majority of what I heard. I heard the majority of folks actually like Swiss because it allowed like um what aid said Um, being able to play more than two matches, being able to play throughout the tournament, get more games in, that's always a good thing. But either way, that's what Druk said. And then Tool says, I understand your frustration. Still believe Swiss format can become the premier uh, premier format for open bracket play. What happened was because the game went down for three hours, not the format. If we were in double Elim, bracket would have been canceled or just made it to single Elim. And then Druck said, might as well have been single Elim since we lost one best of three and we're out. The first tournament, it was supposed to be single Elim 18 bracket, and then it turned into a 16-team bracket. And now we're taken out when we should have been in. So that is isn't reference to the format changes that they had been making week over week, trying to make things better for those that are competing. Okay. These were off-season Four fun tournaments that had some prize money associated with it. There were no pro points in play or anything like that. This didn't affect seeding. This doesn't affect seeding for official events taking place. This is something that LVT decided to put on in their own time in the offseason. And they were trying something new. They wanted to try something new with the Swiss format. It's been in multiple conversations throughout the scene. And they wanted to test it out. And then Tool says, obviously not ideal, but what we felt was necessary with the servers being down for so long. Know what sucks from your position and understand the frustration. So, again, it is what it is. Like, the servers went down. Blame that. Like, don't be throwing shade at LVT for doing what they had to do, for making the tournament go on the best that they possibly could. Um. And, like... <laughs> Like Invisiblade says, just don't lose. They said that they said the top six moved on because they were undefeated. Druck's team was not undefeated, therefore he didn't move on. It's it sucks, but like you know, what are you gonna do? I mean,
1: Druck might have a little chip on his shoulder too from just not being able to complete on a normal basis because of the visa issues. Yeah, but that also um,
0: sucks. By the way, like both of these things,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean. I think the Swiss formats it for these tournaments though, like giving people more chance to play is yeah. huge. Like it, it does suck getting double first rounded in a bracket. Like the more time you have to play, the more you can learn, the more you can grow as a team. So I, I've, I fully believe in the Swiss format and it does come down to the servers going down, causing the whole break. Right. And then the first couple weeks, This is the first time Swiss has been done. They're still trying to figure out what's the best case scenario for Swiss. So moving from an eight per 18 bracket to 16 team bracket to shifting things around. These are the growing pains of Swiss. And if LVT can figure it out, it can be very successful in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. CQB. Thank you so much for the raid, man. Hope you had a great stream. Well, welcome raiders. Um, the, The other thing I want to add will is something that we talked about in weeks previous is while I also am a fan, like a, an overall fan of the Swiss format, especially what it brings to more players, being able to compete more often, it heavily, heavily depends on how many teams are signed up. True. Because if they're if they're not, we, we had this issue like the, two weeks ago or whatever it was where that was the conversation that was taking place. Like they had a set number of signups. Demand blew through that. And then you have an odd number of teams that are signed up that don't fit that Swiss format properly, where teams aren't able to compete against one another more like the way they're supposed to within that format. And then you had some discourse around that. So it's like, it feels like there's, it feels like nothing can be perfect. Right. But at the same time, I would be all for this. This would be a situation going back. Will, what you asked about the 64 team cap for majors, this literally ties perfectly into that. If you want a Swiss format to work with an open bracket, like tools is saying that he wants to see happen. You would need to have a set cap on the amount of teams that are there. You can't deviate. Can I I run something crazy? I would love you to go ahead.
1: So you're doing the 64 team cap. Yeah. You're running these online qualifiers what if the team passes like what, what if there had to be a roster lock, like way before in advance and the top 64 teams with points who competed in the opens, like got offered the team passes to enter a Swiss format open bracket. Mm. Is that too much logistically to handle?
0: Obviously. Yes. But, uh, yeah. but no, I, I kind again. Okay. So this is going to sound gatekeepy by us. Um, but part of me likes that because you're dedicating your time and your resources to those who are already there and willing to compete. Now, granted, there are players, and I'm I'm not even going to say an in, in, insignificant amount. Like there are players out there who don't want to compete in online things or just simply don't have the time to, but they are taking that time to go to Arlington. And those players maybe do want to compete in the open bracket, right? So it's like, those are the people that we're alienating in this case, which obviously we don't want to happen, but right. I get where you're coming from though. But I feel like
1: if you make those online pro points matter even more, like that is what gets you to the major that heightens the experience, it makes it more impactful, it means more people might tune in to watch. I feel like that makes the competition level even higher and can bring excitement back to the scene. Looking at it from the business side,
0: of course, right? No, of course.
1: I feel like I do I feel like I do that more than I look at it from the player side, yeah. but um I don't know, it's just something I feel could be beneficial to the scene.
0: No, I, like I said, I definitely see where you're coming from. I, yeah, it's just that it's, it's when I, when I, when you asked, like, do you think this could work? And I'm like, I just, <laughs> like, obviously I don't think it would, but that's not to say that I don't disagree with what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I like the idea of, like you said, things being more competitive and that's, that's what we always want. Like we want these teams, we want these players to really feel like that they're going that they can they can make a name for themselves they can really make a statement the teams that are really putting the time in and trying to gel with their teammates and not just break up after every fucking week like that yeah it'd be yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool all right but with that that's it for the tournament league recaps um and like I said no shade thrown to fucking LVT because they did the best that they could with the shit that was handed to them. Um, and the fact of the matter is they put on three weeks of tournaments over the course of the month. And that's something to be fucking commended by. So shout out LVT. Um, you mentioned this previous week's results. looks like results weren't posted to blank. Quadrant placed second, three-fourths were Foe and Gail Lewis straight 16, Shopify first?
1: I think not this week's that we just talked about, but the previous week, they weren't posted right away. I think you changed it in the show notes. I think we got it.
0: Okay. I'll take your word for it. I don't think I did, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. No, I think, no, I, I, sw- I swear I had the results in there because I, um, I went, I you did it live on stream. I did. It, yeah. I went to the VOD. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's when I asked tools, Hey, for moving forward, if you could send me the bracket links, that'd be fucking amazing because they have to make the bracket links basically on the fly is what he was saying. So yeah, we, we got it, man. Fucking we're in there, baby. God, I was scared for a second. Shit. All right, Will. it's time for our topic, (laughs) topic of the show. Um, Invisibly, the only thing I wish LVT would have done is continue the Swiss for those that wanted more games uh, while still doing the 16 bracket. Okay, sure. So like the ones that were undefeated, those are the six that move on, but everybody else can keep playing if they want to. I see where you're coming from, but then, but then I don't know. At that point, why don't you just, Why don't you just reach out to them and be like, hey, you want to run eights or something? (laughs) You know what I mean? Basically what you're doing. Yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) We're on the same wavelength, Invisible Blade. We're right there. Oh, my God. We're right there. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Okay. So I apologize. I got lost for a second there. Our topic ranked is broken right now. Here's the situation. Okay. And then we'll talk about, we'll talk about what they're working on doing. And then we'll, we'll explain what happened to us. Okay. So okay. first up the situation. So content update 29 releases, okay? Releases yesterday as a time of recording this episode. Placement games include drastic fluctuations in skill, okay? Like way more than before, like way more drastic than before. This includes playing with and against gold players when you were Diamond or onyx traditionally, right? Massive discrepancies. Players, not all, Okay. Not all players, but players, and I think a, a good amount, are being placed in drastically lower skill divisions when compared to prior seasons. Okay? What I mean by that is um, Will's situation, my situation, which we'll get into in a minute, um, and then also like seeing pro players who are very high onyx, like very, very high onyx, being placed in a plat, which is like, that's fucking no. Um, but I've also seen the flip side where traditionally players who are a 1500, 1600 onyx, like they're still getting placed in like D2, D3. So not that huge of a discrepancy, right? So I'm seeing both sides, but I'm definitely seeing a lot of people getting placed far lower than what they traditionally would have been based off previous seasons placings. Okay. Um, um, and then, ranked arena games continue to match players of massive skill differences. So even after your placements are finished, players that are of higher skill levels are still being placed with and against gold players, so on and so forth. So, it's, it's weird out there. It's fucky. It's quite fucky. So Halo Support put out a tweet and they said, the Halo infinite development team is currently investigating reports and feedback regarding the ranked multiplayer experience, as well as reports of an issue that may be causing some players to lose access to the armor hall. Please stay tuned for news on these investigations. And then Tashi came out with a quote tweet that said, thanks for everyone's patience while we investigate the reports. And that's all we has that all we has. That's all we have as of right now. So with the that, theme. go ahead. What? Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. With that, Will. Yeah. Please explain what happened to you.
1: So I'm usually low to mid diamond, right? All of season five, I was in the diamond one. I believe my peak was diamond three, almost diamond four. Um, This whole season, I was just in that lower diamond and yeah, played my placements. got... Gold five. It said gold four when the screen loaded, but then when I got to the multiplayer back to the ranked arena tab, it said gold five. So, um, yeah, booted down quite a ways from where I normally place, which is like mid to high plat. And in my next game after placing, I, I matched common and hinds, and I'm like, (laughs) great and the skill level of my team couldn't do anything even in a four V three, because yes, the enemy team common Heinz and whoever else they were teamed up with didn't have a fourth player load and they still just wiped the lobby constantly. There was, it it was (laughs) fucking right. And it's that disparity in skill level, right? Like everyone, but everyone, but me and Joey, who I was playing with, Mm -hmm was unranked. So Yeah, what the fuck? That's all that's all where that's where I was at. What was your experience, Josh? Uh I already told you about mine, but I haven't heard yours yet.
0: Even before this. So I have basically the exact same um result as you. So I oh, am, yeah? yeah, I am typically a low to mid diamond player. That's what I traditionally, that's what I've placed literally every season. Um, that's what I've ended every season of infinite with is that range. Right. Um, and so completed my five placements. Um, and I also got, I got gold six. Um, okay. I'm currently at mid plat now. Um, but the funny thing is, is that after I got gold six, after I won my first game to get into platinum, it said I was plat five. Like, because the load screen was fucked, like invisibly said. Um, So yeah, the loads, I had the load screen fuckery too, where I won to get out of gold back into platinum. And it said I was plat five. And then it's like, no, you're back. You're plat one. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Um, geez. So yeah, it sounds from what, it sounds like we're not experts in this. I'm not saying that this is what it is, but from the looks of it, it sounds like they, it, from what people are saying and from what it looks like, it's like they reset MMR for everybody. It's just like, have fun. You know you're gonna get whatever you get. You, as as people at daycare say to my kid, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. And that's <laughs> it's just oh, you're a diamond player. You wanted to be placed in fucking platinum. Nah, fuck you, bro. Oh, you're an onyx player. You wanted to be fucking placed in diamond. Nah, fuck you, bro. It's crazy. Um. It is crazy. And then, but like I said, on the flip side of things, there are players out there because this isn't everybody that this is happening to, but there are players out there that are traditionally, a uh, like a, a, low onyx or a high diamond. And there's, they are getting placed like D2, D3. So they're right. being placed where they, ne- where they quote unquote necessarily should be, because then they, they're able to grind a little bit, get to where they were previously go from there. Um, I will say that, Okay. We've, I feel like we have this conversation, Will, all the time. Because I feel like people, obviously people don't uh, like the ranking system in Infinite. But I also think that stems from a lack of understanding. So, sure. we've talked about this before, Will. What's supposed to happen, how the system is quote-unquote supposed to work, is throughout your placements, you have an approximation of where you should be. Not, not like where you are going to be, but like where you kind of should be based off that relativity of the five games. And the, the system should know within like one or two games based off of information that's been public for a while. So you complete your placements, you get that you get that placing, whatever it is, whatever that placing is. Then the system is like, okay... Let's say you are a let's say you are a low onyx player. Okay? Like you're in the 1500s. Okay? You complete your placements, you're D4. Just hypothetically, you're D4. What should happen is the game understands that you were traditionally a lower onyx player. You got placed in D4 for a win, for a win with similarly skilled players, you should be getting plus 10 plus 11 CSR. Okay, roughly, plus 10, plus 11 CSR, because the game, the system is trying to get you where you should be, okay? Once you reach that plateau, then it is harder for you to progress because the game believes this is where you should be based off of how you've placed before, how you're playing now. Therefore, if you want to make a bigger jump, you need to be outperforming what the game expects you to be doing. That's why you're only seeing, like, once you get to that plateau, that's why you're only seeing plus five for a win, plus six for a win. Because you're where the game thinks you should be, and you need to outperform to get to that next step. That's, Can I interject here? Go ahead. This
1: is, this is though, how I believe ranks get inflated. Because if, if the game thinks you're an onyx, and you get to that D4 level mm-hmm. and someone the game thinks someone else is a D4 that that guy that guy that the game thinks is a D4 wins that match against that supposed onyx player yeah. he's only getting plus 4 that supposed onyx player wins against the guy that's supposed to be there he gets plus 10 like that guy gets an easier path because the game thinks he should be there when maybe it comes down to the differences in teamwork, solo queuing. What if you're a role player and you're never, and you're never going to slay out and get plus 15 and slay? You know what I mean? That's uh, why
0: I think it also depends on how you perform. Because like, if you're, if you're that player, that is a D four, that's not the Onyx player, but you are a D four and that's where you should be. And you outperform, then you're not getting the plus five plus six. I, I believe you're getting more than that, but if you are, if you're, if you win seven to nine, yeah, sure. And if you, but if you win and you're playing how you traditionally play, like whether it be going even in KDA, whatever it may be like, just whatever, then yeah, you're only going to be getting that quote unquote minimum of what you should be getting because you're not outperforming where the game thinks you should be or that Onyx player. If that Onyx player loses that game, right? or that, that what's supposed to be Onyx player loses that game. I believe they, they should lose relatively more because the game's like, you shouldn't, what are you doing? Like, this is not. Here's where I'll, I'll counter. Please when, do.
1: With me playing in, quote, in, in the gold right now. I can do very well in my game. Yeah. Like me being in that gold rating. Um, If I slay, like, I think I, I what I, I was like, 15 and like seven. Okay. And we lost the game. I only lost four because it's like, well, you performed, but your team lost. Correct. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. I tried to set up. I did not push zones. I was just slaying. Yeah. So like in those lobbies, when my three players are just bum rushing the hill constantly, I'm not going to bum rush with them and play objective, but I, I, I slay, but we don't win because I have three players running at the objective and right. I might get a double kill off of that. But then I have, you know what I mean? Like I'm then at a disadvantage because my players are running in. Like the system is broken for those who don't team like four stack basically. And then the game, once you get to a certain point, you can't four stack.
0: So right. Well, I just, elite. John says, John asks, so is rank rank is, or isn't fucked right now. Should I wait to do my placement games? I believe, as of right now, there is something fucky going on. They three four three has stated that they are investigating. They haven't outright said something is wrong. I truly believe something is wrong. If you watched people play yesterday when the update came out, and you see how ranks are being distributed right now, I believe there is an underlying issue. What that issue is, I don't know. Should you comp- should you wait? Who fucking cares? Because what's going to happen is the game should, should equalize where eventually. Yes. Yeah. It should equalize where you should be. You should be winning more depending upon the rank that you're at or where you're not whatever. Like it should equalize, but something to me is currently fucked. But what I will say, will going back to like the, the CSR gain loss, right? I will say for every, because again, Me, traditionally, every season being a low diamond player, okay? Every win I've gotten so far has given me plus 9, plus 10, or plus 11. Maybe I had a plus 15 in there once. But, like, every win has been giving me that because I believe the game thinks, like, you shouldn't be here. So let's get you up there, not as quickly as possible, but let's get, like, if you're winning, you should be, so here you go. And and I think for losses right now, because obviously I'm not winning every fucking game. I'm not a I'm not insane. Um for losses, I believe it's five or six right now.
1: Sure. Brooks to counter that though, right now we've seen like Lucid match with gold players. And I feel like that's a broken rank experience right there.
0: Yeah, that's and then it comes into play like We were, I was having a conversation with Elated Dart, um, in the discord server and, and he brings up some really good points there too. Um, I don't want to take words that he says out of context, but we were talking about how, like he had mentioned what, like, what if this was intentional? Right. And again, I don't want to take words out of his mouth, but like kind of like what Brooks is talking about mate. like, what if, right? Like, what if this was, and I made the joke. I made the joke in the server, like 343, three, you guys all say you want champ champ rank, and 343 is like, ha ha no, fuck you. Onyx is actually that. This is how skills should actually be distributed. Things were inflated before. Here you go. And I like I said, I truly believe something's wrong. I don't think that's the way it should be, but like it it feels like that right now. But then again, then again like the pro players, they got to onyx like relatively quickly. Once they got their placements done, whether it was plat or diamond, they they got to their onyx quickly again. Um but there's still that quote unquote issue, which I do believe there is, like you mentioned, Will. Like I know we're saying gold a lot and we you and I got placed there. But like in the traditional if if the system is flawed right now and it's not the way it's supposed to be and what happened previously is the way it's supposed to be, then that's not where we're supposed to be. Like we we should have placed mid-plat to then work our way back up to diamond. We shouldn't have been placed gold to work our way all the way through plat again. Do, am I, let me get this out there too. Am I mad about it? No, because Will, when you said what happened to you, I had that expectation in my mind. Well, this is exactly what's going to happen to me. And as soon as it did, I'm like, all right, well, let's see, let's see what happens now that I'm here and let's see what happens if I win a game. And then when I did win and I went up 10 or 11, I'm like, okay, so the system doesn't think I should be here right now, which is where I necessarily don't think I should be either. Let's see if this equalizes and taking a point further. Um, again, when I read it, not a great thing to do, but, uh, there was another individual, which there, I assume there's a shit ton of us out there, but somebody put on Reddit, the literally exact same scenario will that you and I were put in. They place, they're typically a, a low to mid diamond player. They also got placed in gold. They got gold six. And have since been working their way back up. Um, so this also might be,
1: I wonder if, cause they want, Matches to be created based off a of CSR. Yes. So I'm wondering if something's going on where the game, like when you're matching, isn't taking MMR. Well, obviously it's not taking MMR in, into consideration. It's
0: anymore. just throwing you into a fucking pile.
1: <laughs> but what if it's not taking anything into consideration? Like, that's what it feels like almost when, in, I don't know.
0: Um, tools says he plays platform when he's normally a, an onyx 1600. So like th- that's the point, right? Is that for tools example here and Brooks, I'm going to get to your statements here, but I just don't want, I don't want you to think like I'm disregarding what you're saying. I want to get back to your statements. I promise. Um, so if I look at tools and he's a traditionally 1600 player, I would look at tools as like, okay, I completed my five placements. Obviously I'm not going to place you in onyx because as the game, I want you to work towards it a little more, but I would place you like, D four. Like that. that's where I would have placed you, right? If I was, if I was infinite, I would have placed you like D four and been like, well, traditionally this is where you've been. You have, you get a, You have to work a little bit more to get back to your onyx. Once you get your onyx, there you go. But like, yeah, plat, when you're traditionally an onyx player and you place plat, that seems wrong to me. When you're traditionally a diamond player, like Will and myself, and you get placed gold, that seems wrong to me. Like there's in the traditional sense, a gold player versus a diamond player. And there's discrepancies in diamond, like a diamond one player versus a diamond six player, like diamond six. I'll just say this because I, I, I will fully say out there that I'm not that great. A diamond six player can shit on me more often than not. It feels like I'm just not there in terms of skill yet, but a, Diamond player regardless against a traditionally gold player, that is like, we're talking about Halo 5, I hold W and Spartan charge the whole game versus holding a position. Like that's the difference between a traditionally gold player and a traditionally diamond player. So like that's that's why something feels wrong here. I'm not mad that I got placed in gold because if anything, this is going to sound dumb, Will, but last night, like I said, I was up till 3 a.m. last night. Um, I had fun. Like there were games where I was getting shit on because of the discrepancies, but I was having fun working my way back up through those ranks again. But I just don't think I, I don't think we should be there. Like, that's not, that's not where we should be. So I I don't know, but real quick, um, I want to get to what Brooks said here. He says, um, one, people are repeating things like that without checking game histories. People said that about Spartan this morning. So I checked his last 50 games and didn't find one example Two, the game is CSR matching right now. Um, Brooks, let's say, let's say it should be matching on CSR because that was a, uh, an update that had, uh, that was a fix that released. Um, excuse me. That was a fix that was released right before this update came out, if I'm not mistaken. So should be matching on CSR. Okay. Just, again, not to take anything away from what you're saying. I just want to make sure we're getting things straight here. Um, The matches by design aren't going to be consistent after a CSR reset. That I can agree with because it's trying to equalize everything again, right? Okay. The main thing I'll concede on is that at best, it's extremely unclear how ranks are being assigned based off of placements. Agreed with that. And then, but people are freaking out that a hundred meter race is even, uh, in the first meter of the race, breathe for a second and the pack will separate accordingly. I also agree with that. I 1000% agree with that. And like we talked about earlier, this thing should equalize as more people play matches, as more people complete their placements, as more people play more ranked, right? Things should even out. Things should equalize. There you go. But I think the problem is is that this was such a jarring change than what has been tradition throughout the throughout the past couple of years. It's like things just it just it, it was such a jarring change that it just felt wrong immediately. like I said, not mad to grind through ranks again. not gonna be mad about that. It's kind of the point of the fucking system right the point of the system is to play more ranked, get more practice, get better get a higher rank, grind your way through. Totally understand that. Totally respect that. It's just the placement of where players are after this specific reset that we've had. This one felt so much more jarring than any other one that we've had. Um, Tool says, I think it matches on CSR, but it's still balancing on MMR. So when a bunch of people got placed super low, it's still using the MMR of players in that CSR range to balance. And then Shady says, yep, same gold five in place D2 last season. It's, yeah, it's just, it's fucking weird. Um, when my MMR of Onyx 1600 has to balance with my teammate of an MMR of 1200, it throws it all out of balance. I Yeah, I can see that too. Um, And Brooks, that's the thing, right? That's the thing, is that, again, from the outside looking in, lots of games have rank resets, right? And traditionally, it's like, okay, I ranked reset for the season. I'm going to grind through again. I'm going to get where I think I should be or the game thinks I should be. That's it. You can grind further, so on and so forth. That's great. But regards to your statement, I think a reason why they didn't come out and say anything, no, granted, their communication is not the greatest in general. Let's be real here. It's through for three we're talking about. But I'll just say this. The fact that they didn't come out and say something makes me believe that something is wrong. Because maybe the, I don't think this was intended. I genuinely do not think this is intended. Um Benjamin, it's nice to feel like a god in the D1 lobbies I got last night, but having to hard carry for a close win was frustrating. You want to carry Will and I? We'll get in the backpack. Got enough room? We'll pop right in there. Um show enough says it goes back to the baseline of once again, there's always something wrong. if three for three does. And we, the fan consumer would like to see an update that goes smoothly. Sure. It's, but it's it's, show enough. I'll just take it a step further. It's not the, it's not the point of like, they always do something wrong because they don't always do something wrong. Like that's just an overgeneralization. They don't always do something wrong. Um, and frankly, I think the season five update, I could totally be wrong on this and people feel free to call me out. I felt like that season five update was the smoothest we'd ever had. And because I don't remember anything poor about the launch of that season. I just remember how poor this one was. So... Um, fair take, but question, do you think the CSR matching is working as intended? I think in fully ranked lobbies, I've only seen lobbies that are within one rank, which is a good thing, regardless of how good the players are in that lobby while CSR is fresh. Maybe so Brooks, maybe I'm hyper fixated on the division of the rank that not only I am in, but the others in the lobby as well. Because when I look at that discrepancy, like if I see a gold player in my lobby, right? It could, in my opinion, it could go one of two ways. It could either be you are a potentially platinum player who got placed in gold, or you're like Will and I, you're a diamond player who got placed in gold, and you can tell via the stats. I know stats aren't everything, but in a match-made fucking game, you can kind of tell where that player was supposed to be based off how they performed. So I think it's no, I'm going to say, no, I haven't played today. Okay. I have not played any ranked today, but in all the matches, most, if not all the matches I played last night, it did feel like there was, there were issues. I don't necessarily think it was working, quote unquote, as intended. That's what I'll say. To be clear, my feelings are also based on last night. Yeah, for me, based on last night, I don't think it was working as intended. But that was based off feeling, right? Because I'm not seeing the inner workings of what their systems are. This is strictly based off feeling. That's, That's all I have to go off of. Um, Epic, by the way, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I apologize for missing that earlier. That is my bad. I apologize. Oh, man. Will, is there anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of the ranked fuckiness?
1: Um, I'll just comment. Fresh Veggie says, didn't Halo support say they were looking into it? Well, they said they are looking into the feedback and reports. Not that there is something wrong and that they're working on a fix. They're just looking into what's been
0: reported. Correct. They are investigating.
1: So it could be that, hey, yeah, we we wiped everything. And this is just a full reset for the new content updates. And yeah, maybe everything will work out in due time.
0: And Hostel said, yeah, I'm normally D6 and I place plat 4, but it's been giving me plus 15 in almost all my wins. Again, because the game believes that you should be in that higher diamond category, so every win you're getting is like, let's go. Let's just get you up there. Let's get you up there as soon as possible. Um, If 100p wasn't working properly yesterday, matchmaking felt like quick play. Had no idea what I was going to get. Ben, that's, yes. Not only did it that's- feel like that, but... Will, did, were you getting matches really fucking quickly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really quick. It felt like a second. Like you hit search and you're already fucking queuing up. Like that's. Oh, my God. Spring King says, uh, can we all just focus on some positives and appreciate that? We all played zero extraction yesterday. That's.
1: <laughs> oh, the, there you go. There, that's something. Yes.
0: Shout out to spring for bringing us back. Uh, back to the back to the good shit. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Love it. Holy moly. All right. Um, so uh, tool says, to be honest, the way matchmaking works yesterday is how I wish social would work. It was the perfect social experience for you. So you just want to go in and dunk on kids. We literally were talking about this in Discord. If it, it, it felt like it felt like what the Warzone content creators wanted all along. No skill-based matchmaking. Exactly. No skill-based matchmaking, because that's truly what it felt like. He says, I just want to bully kids. I, I understand. Did you like getting bullied by Frosty? Will, did you see that clip? Uh no, I did not. Oh for fuck's sake. You need to go you need to go see that fucking clip. <laughs> I will say, the The, um, the ninja shouldn't have counted that ninja should not have been counted. That was clearly a blank melee. You hear it in the clip as well. But, uh, the fact I'm not kidding tools and I'm not, I'm not trying to rub it in. I'm really not. But I laughed so fucking hard when, so for those who don't don't know, there's a clip on live fire. It was oddball. It was the LVT guys, uh, Brandon and, um, and tools and a couple other people, one of which I apologize. I apologize, but one of their teammates tools, I bet you can attest to this based off of how that person was in the clip was fucking brain dead. Um, so they're playing oddball. The, the player on tools, team that had oddball was sitting bottom green, like in the cubby, you know, Mm -hmm. and just looking at the wall, just like into the wall, just fucking just standing there. And okay. And Frosty has camo. Frosty has fucking camo and sniper and tools is standing in mud. Brandon's standing in fucking um pillars in the rat tunnel, just sitting there. And you hear Frosty say, you hear Frosty say, what, what is the setup right now? And then he just rips all three of their faces off and gets an overkill. And oh then, God! Yeah, and then ninjas tools, but that that ninja shouldn't have counted because there was clearly a blank melee.
1: I've been, I've been the benefactor of so many blank melees lately, and I I'm like I feel a little bad, but I, it's also happened to me so many times before. But I I don't know what what's going on with that. But yeah, I'm apparently, I got some extra shields going on or something with blank melees lately.
0: God damn, uh. Tools. What was Brandon doing there? Like he, he looked like he was in an Xbox record that moment where he literally just like set the controller. I know he plays mouse and keyboard, but it's like, he literally just looks like he just sat there. He was looking pillar door. Fuck. I was laughing. Uh, Oh my God. But yeah, that ninja should not have counted on you tools. I'm in your camp on that. I promise. Um, if I had a dollar every blank melee, that got me killed. Dragon Man, it's hashtag just infinite things. Yep. What's up, Danny Phantom? Welcome back. All right. So, yeah, it, it really does feel like... Now, I, I hear you guys, a, a few of you are saying now that it feels like... um. It feels like things have kind of equal like equalized maybe things are working better than previously again i haven't played any today so i can't attest to that um but yeah oh yeah that 360 was sick too tools that 360 was sick saw that clip too um so yeah i hope it's fixed i hope i hope that it if it is an official, like if it is an actual issue within the game that it does get fixed officially, um, that'd be nice. We'll just have to wait and see. All right. But again, just to answer the question for those that have not completed their placement matches yet and wanted to wait, just do it. Just so I can complete them. Um, if I had recommend you something like find some teammates that are around your similar skill level and run them with them. So you're not necessarily alone. Maybe you don't have to deal with the bullshit that's there. Um, but then if the bullshit is there, then you get to deal with the bullshit with a buddy. So what's wrong with that? All right. With that, Will, let's get in to some regular news. Will, did I hit the news out button before? I don't remember. God damn it. I can't either. Oh, well. Anthems for a Fireteam, Halo Infinite soundtrack by 343. Anthems for a Fireteam features unreleased tracks from seasons two through five, aka the last season, because season six ain't a fucking thing, of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. Pre-order now on your choice of streaming platform, and the first song that they chose is uh, out as well. Um, Invisiplade says, wait, that's how they fixed it so 1600 Onyxes can play with friends. Put them in plat, Fixed! You're not, you're not wrong. You're not fucking wrong. Oh, my God. Holy shit. See you later, Brooks. Have a great night, man. Love you. Shout out, Sweezy. T-Sweezy, that is Taylor Swift. All right. Halo Infinite content update 29. The patch notes. This time, just for the generalization of Halo Infinite. This is by Halo Support. New operations in armor core. Uh, free 20 tier battle pass or operations pass is what I should call it. The Mark four armor core is free and available for all players and unlocks immediately. Um, there are two options for, well, technically three options for the operations pass. Um, well either like 100% free. Yo, what the, f- what the fuck? Oh, Hey descendant. What the fuck? Carmea for those, the formerly known as Carmea. What the fuck? Descendant, thank you so much for the raid. Welcome yes, Raiders. Thank you. That's insane. What are you doing? Hope your fucking scrims went well. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> thank you so much. God damn. Holy moly.
1: That's awesome. That is awesome.
0: Also, Will, I also forgot. To... Thank you, Descendant. Thank you so much. Good luck in this season, man. Good fucking luck this year. Yeah. Um. Will, I forgot to ask you. Did you watch that complexity roster announcement video?
1: Is that the full house one? Yeah. 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 It was yeah. incredible.
0: It's so fucking good. Oh my God. It's so good. Um, Bodie. I think it's
1: the best one yet. It, it, I, I'm yeah. sorry. Other orcs, but yeah, it that that's top of the list right there.
0: Yeah. Fucking SSG. Just kidding. Tyler. Oh, I see you. I see you. Show sure enough with the gifted <laughs> sub to descendant. Thanks so much for the gifted sub. You get a. Woo! And seriously, thank you so much for that raid, man. That's so crazy. Goddamn. Yeah. Very um, kind of you. So three versions of this pass that you can get. So the one is completely free, 20 free tiers, whoop fucking doo dah yippee yay um, There's another one for 500 credits, which gets you the exclusive customization item, which is the Halo CE assault rifle. So you get that weapon model if you buy the, oper- the premium operation pass. And then finally, for 2,000 credits, there is a premium, premium, plus premium, plus premium, plus premium operations pass where, Hey, if you don't like to play the game, then you can get all tiers unlocked right then and there. I poke fun, but if it's your money, do with what you want. Who gives a shit? Um, once the operations five week window is concluded and it's, and it's no longer available for free, the operation pass will be accessible via the two premium offers outlined as we already talked about. Um, there's two more operations coming out throughout the year who gives a shit at this point in time, because it's irrelevant There's a new arena multiplayer map. It's illusion. Will, what are your thoughts? Um, can be fun for messing around on.
1: You don't think it holds
0: a, holds weight in competitive? Will
1: there's an invis hallway, man. Will, it adds variety at least there's threat seekers, but those only show up every, well, I guess they're not red racked anymore and it's not ranked arena. So they show up quite often, but, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I've played it a couple times and it's just like,
0: eh, all right.
1: Feels more Call of Duty-esque than Halo, in my opinion.
0: Um, Lucid in his first or second game on the map, said like this could be he said that he again, this was first or second game, so maybe his mind changed after the fact. But he said that he could see it viable and competitive if they did if they got rid of the camo haul. Um, and he said that this could be like the narrows of infinite. I think those were his words that he said. So I don't hey, know. What
1: do you, what do you play on that flag?
0: Yeah. It'd be strictly flag, right?
1: Yeah. We have, we have a ton of flag maps. We need more variety in the other modes here.
0: Yeah. Like Slayer. I know you, I know you pros love Slayer. It's probably your favorite mode. I know. Trust me. <laughs> um, Invisible Blade says Invis room isn't red racked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> really isn't. Um, Dragon says, "I'd rather step on a Lego than see that map and ranked." It's just the, the funny, the funny thing to me is that it was said by the designer that uh, it was designed to be both social and competitive. Um. But like, obviously, I would be intrigued, and I forgot who said it last week. But I want, I want to give credit where credit is due because somebody in chat last week said that exact same thing. Um, like what lucid was talking about, if they got rid of, like, if they got rid of how you become active camo in that hallway, how that, like, that could be a potential thing. Like maybe, maybe you could test it out, test the waters out with that. Um, so whoever said that last week, I apologize that I'm misremembering, but, uh, shout out to you. Um, cause I do remember seeing it in the chat. Yambo. Thank you for the uh, follow. Welcome to the live show. And then Tool says just a fresh strongholds map would be great. I think it'd be fine for twos and other non HCS ranked playlist. At the end of the day, it's a three lane map. It is a three lane map. That is very, very true. Um, yeah. I Like I said, I'd be, I, I poo pooed on it last week. Do not get me wrong, but I'm all for new things. Like I'm all for trying something new. And especially when this is, I believe it's a dev made map. I don't think this is a forge map. Correct. So, Far as I know. And everything that I've been asking for, I've been asking for dev made maps. New dev made maps. So I'm down for anything as long as it is competitive viable. It's all we've always been wanting, just more competitively viable maps and modes. I'd fucking love it. Bring it on. See, I have yet to play on illusion. Um, because I strictly played ranked all last night. Uh, so I haven't seen, I only watched some streamers play it. Um, but all I'll say is that that camo hallway is real fucky, real fucky. So just based off what I watched and the fact that sword spawns in there, it's like, oof, campers paradise up in that bitch and little Heidi holes and shit. So what are you going to do? Uh, Multi-use shoulder pads. So, yes, the next piece in the cross-core armor thing is shoulders. Now all shoulders are cross-core, so go check those out. Check them out. Unlocked HCS armor and weapon kits. All HCS year one armor and weapon kits have been updated so that their included customization items can now be equipped separately. Um, If you had not previously purchased them, you can right now purchase bundles from year one for the partner teams that are still within the HCS. Those include cloud nine phase optic gaming sentinels and space station. If you had purchased previous bundles from teams that are no longer within the HCS, um, from year one, those will be retroactively applied. So if you go into your armor and whatnot, you should, your weapons, you should see that those are available to be put on anything at this point in time. um, and the other one that I will attest to is Will. Um, I looked at them, and Envy has the worst one of them all.
1: Yeah, you're saying putting the weapon or the the coating on other weapons? Um. Yes.
0: The The Envy de-kitted uh, armor co- coatings and weapon coatings, I believe, are the worst out of the year one bundles, except for the Envy bandit, like the envy bandit, uh, coding with that new model. Mm. That one genuinely looks badass. but tool says phase bandit tier one. That's what I'm using right now. I, I I use the envy one for a minute and I'm like the phase one still looks better. So I just put that on. <laughs> um, and yes, tool says fun fact. You can still buy the new bundles even when you bought the old ones. Yes, you can do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I was really confused. I'm like, I thought I had these already.
1: Like, and I went went in and like, oh yeah, I have all the customization items. It's just they're showing up in the store still. So, be careful.
0: Yep. Um Dragon, I agree. I agree completely. And to me, I could not make it look good. The only one that looked good in my opinion was the was the NV Bandit with the with that new like Draconic model or whatever it is. It actually looks fucking sick. Um absent with a six month resub, you get a woo! Welcome back, man. Good to see you. Um, Sentinels ones are good too. The the OG space station ones are really good. Um, uh, that's what yeah. that's the coating that I'm rocking right now on my Mark IV core is the year oh, one. Very nice. Yeah, the year one SSG armor coating is what I'm rocking on my Mark IV. It just it looks fucking tough. Looks fucking sick. Watsy says it's so clunky on screen, in my opinion, maybe a skill issue. (laughs) It is a chonky boy. It is absolutely a chonky boy. You are not wrong. C9s also goes really hard, too. Yeah, that black and fucking vibrant blue. It's gorgeous, man. It's really fucking good. Really, really good looking. And then also, um, Watsi, I think you said, yeah, he said, the amount of money I spent on one, on SSG-related things in-game and out-of-game is insanely unhealthy. No such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing as buying too much space station. My closet can attest to that. In-game and out-of-game. <laughs> it can attest to it. Oh, man. Tyler says, my mortgage company thanks you. We thank your merch department, Tyler. That's who we thank. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Armor Hall performance improvements. So that's cool. And that's actually really good because it was a fucking chug fest before there's a new main menu background. The title screen and main menu have been updated with a new background scene depicting the damaged Zeta halo ring, the loading screen used while entering or leaving a multiplayer multiplayer match has also been updated with new artwork. I am going to go out on a limb and say, I think it's the best in the game so far. Will
1: I agree. Um, there's something about the main menu and the armor hall that seems much more upscaled than we've had in the past. Like, something just, it looks so much cleaner, Absol- in my opinion.
0: Absolutely, fucking lutely um, And Dragon Slayer gets it, man. Hashtag release the footy pajamas. <laughs> Come on, Tyler. Where are they, Tyler? <laughs> God damn. Yes, tools. Yes, we know it's just a fucking still image. But it's a nice-looking still image, you know? It's a great-looking s- still image. Um, and yes, like Riz says, hashtag release the hoodie. I think you guys have to let that go by now. You're right. You're right. But fuck that. (laughs) God damn it. I also realized that I I also started to realize that I was pointing to something that doesn't exist on the camera right now. Oh yeah. Because I'm zoomed in more on me than the actual table. Yeah. My bad. Whoops. It's a firm image. It is a firm image. Absolutely. All right. Halo Infinite playlist updates. Oh, also, I forgot to mention: new Forge features and improvements have been added as well, including um a covenant, uh, the palette. Yes, thank you. The covenant purple palette. Go check that out. We'll we'll wait for uh, midship to rely uh, to arrive in like twenty four hours. And if you want more
1: information on this stuff, we did cover a lot of it in our previous episode before the update released. So. That we
0: did. That we go check did. that out. Please shameless do. plug, <laughs> shameless plug of our own fucking show right now.
1: Is that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yep, love it. Um, all right. Halo Infinite playlist updates by Halo Support. Featured rotational illusion twenty four seven has replaced firefight legendary king of the hill arena rotational social objectives ugh, has replaced social slayer, and then due to the end of the winter contingency three operation, the map snowfire has been replaced by live fire. Snowfire remains available for use in custom games. So yeah, that map that you probably never played. Um, it's been removed. And the fact that it was the only map available in that operation, like the only map that was snowified for that operation was a fucking disaster.
1: I feel like I barely saw it in matchmaking.
0: They, they should have done snow renditions of all the traditional maps that are in social or whatever, or just have like a snow theme playlist.
1: I wonder if that was, well, the way the snow was placed onto live fire makes me think it was a bigger undertaking to do all the maps than. One would expect.
0: I don't fucking care.
1: Okay. Just
0: plan ahead. Yep. That's, I may sound mean right there, but like the, I know I complained last time and I think it for good reason. So like in earlier events before they were called operations and infinite, they were, they were called events and typically like, so first we had super fiesta or just Fiesta. If I, I think it was just Fiesta. Um, that was the game mode for that first event that we had. Right? Yeah. And the problem with the challenge system back in that day, back in my day, um, you had to complete the challenges because they were event challenges and you'd had to complete them within that specific playlist. It was fucking stupid. So uh, eventually they fucking got rid of that. But the thing that I miss was the fact that with an opera with an event now operations, they would release a new, they would release a new playlist. They would have something centered around that event being played. It would make people more want to be more involved with the event as it's going on. I love the ability to play anything I want to progress the event pass or the operations pass. I love that. I hope that never goes away, but I miss the, the buildup for the, for the operation coming. Like, now it's just, they reveal what the 20 tiers are going to be. In my opinion, they're not that great, relatively speaking, because they have to keep the really cool things for the shop, obviously. It's just, there's no, to me, there's not really any enthusiasm for it anymore. And I miss that enthusiasm. So, that's what I'd like to see. That's what I'd like to see for future operations. I know it's probably not going to happen, but like, that's, that's what I want. I want a playlist or maps that are centered around the theme of that operation. And I mean, forge is such a dynamic fucking tool. Now you can fucking make anything basically make literal game modes in forge now. So yeah, I don't think that gets asking for too much. That's why that, that was the reason for my comment of saying I don't fucking care. I didn't want to hear an excuse as to why they didn't have more snow themed maps. And, and instead of just fucking live fire, where Will, you talked about how you feel like you never saw it or rarely saw yeah. that. So, what's up, Santarian? How's it going? Um,. Tool says the whole thing is has been Halo Wars themed, but there's no there's nothing in game to suggest that. Just the store, suppose. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. That's the problem. Um, Benjamin, let's be honest, the event passes are dog shit, nothing but emblems, nameplates, and double XP tokens, whatever those are for. That's a good reason you I'm glad you brought that up. Um, because I want to talk about what those are actually for, as a matter of fact. And I thought I had it in the show notes is whale. I'll get to it in a second, but regardless, um, they are worthwhile. I thought they were not worthwhile. They are in fact worthwhile. Shout out to, um, Ash on and his buddy on fucking diving deep and figuring that shit out. Shout out to you gents. Um, but no, I'll just say this. while I personally do not like the cosmetics that are in the operations passes at the very least. And we, guys, we need to keep this into consideration as much as it sounds shillish and whatnot. I, I get that I'm going to sound like a shill for 343 right now, but hear me out. It's free. The multiplayer is still free. You can, you, any, anybody and everybody can go on Steam or the, or the X, uh the Xbox store on the Windows store, or whatever, and download Halo Infinite's multiplayer for free. You can play all the playlists in multiplayer for free. You can play ranked for free. Like, and on top of that, with these operations, as much as we don't like, and I use we as in a general sense, like there are people out there who do like those cosmetics. But like, I'll just use a we here. While we may not like the, all the cosmetics from the operations passes, they are free. And for somebody jumping in who just wants to do the content and whatnot, they can do it for free. So we have to keep that in mind. Do I wish that there were some more cool things in operations passes that didn't make it feel like you had to fucking spend money in the store to get something cool? Yeah. Yeah. Do I wish we got away do do I wish we got away from the seasonal model? No. But here we are. <sighs> so that's I don't disagree that they're not great. The operations past cosmetics, but it is it is what it is. What do I wish? I could go on a rant, and I'm not going to go on a rant right now. It's not worth it. The game's been out for over two years now. It's not worth it anymore. Um, But, yeah. Now, hold on a second, because I'm genuinely curious.
1: What are you looking up right now?
0: There was something that I included within... Did I not? I swear to fucking God, I included it. Um, talking about the um. Guys, I'm sorry. Right now, talking about like the use of double XP boost and whatnot. Maybe I didn't fucking include. It's so weird. I thought it's, I did. I
1: think it's in the Discord that Ashman posted.
0: Yes, it is. But like, I I, I thought. I swear to God, I thought I copy pasted it. And I feel stupid right now. either way, bring on the rant. I'm not bringing on a rant. Trust me. It's not, it's not, no, I'm not in the mood right now for that shit. There's a lot of shit I wish was still in the game. That's not in the game. It's fucking stupid that it's not in the game, but what are you going to fucking do? Like, I'm not going to sit here and go on a tirade about that shit. It's like, they know. They're fully aware. They isn't in four, three. It's just, it's dumb. Whatever. The game, it's never going to reach the peak who was at before. It's never going to happen. And we're going to have to deal with what we've been giving, been given. And you're just going to have to wait for the new game. And the new game is eventually probably going to disappoint a bunch of people as well. There you go. But either way, I want to get to the point here about the double XP boost and whatnot. So again, shout out to Ash and his buddy for uh, doing all the digging on this. So double XP boosts do still work for operations, Um, and that's basically the extent of it. (laughs) Sorry, aloof. I apologize. Welcome back. By the way, halo five development ended in 2018, by the way, (laughs) I love you tools. So I, yeah, it's uh, fuck it. Who cares, man? The game is what it is at this point. I hope that networking model fixes shit, man. I really do. But I swear to God, I can, Will, I can already see it now, dude. That networking model update's going to come out, and there are going to be people that shit on it. Like, it's just going to happen. It is not, I truly don't believe that it's going to be the saving grace that everybody thinks it's going to be. I just don't. Like, it. Maybe I'm stupid, but I don't think it's going to be the fucking savior that everybody's expecting. I just don't. You can play it in Firefight right now. Like, I, I know that's not PvP, but you can play it in Firefight right now. It's still there. I know, I t- tools, I literally said, I know it's not PvP. Um, But you can try it out right now. It's still there. Like the amount of times I would get joked against pros on the old format versus new one is insane because it doesn't trust the client. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Luff says, I can't lie, my game felt worse when this update dropped. My Will, have did you did you experience any any awkwardness with the build? Um I had a
1: laggy game which I hadn't really experienced much of. And I'm not talking like your simple, my old oh, desync seems worse. This was more, I'm stuttering as I'm trying to move. Mm. I had one game with that, but that was just one game, which could have been a bad connection to one, you know, one random server.
0: What map was that on? Do you remember? Streets. Okay. Because I'm still having the issues on solitude.
1: Well, I think everybody's having right. I'm just I, I just want to make sure
0: I just want to make sure it's understood that like I don't think anything on Solitude's been fixed still, like to this day. Mm. So like I was still having, and it wasn't just the pebbles either. It was just I, genuinely generally on that map, I just have desync issues, not even just with the pebbles. Yeah. Just anytime I'm moving around that map, it just feels hitchy, it's sluggish sometimes. It's just fucking weird. It's just such a weird fucking, oh my God. It feel. this is going to sound dumb, but I mean, when I say this, that it feels gross playing that map. Like the game feels gross playing on it. It's just, yeah. To use a word that my daughter would use, it feels yucky. Playing solitude is yucky. Oh. Blade, because your Spartan has color on it, and Solitude is allergic to color. Make a grace, Spartan. You'll be good. I'll, I'll maybe blend in more, too. Shit. Maybe that's the play. Man. All right. That's it for the regular news. Color Games Watch! Um, Also... Tools. I think you had asked about when it's releasing. There's no date yet. There is still no date yet. Um, there, there's also no window besides like this year, I believe. So like no time frame, no date for the networking update to be released for everybody. Um, the other thing I want to point out, um, I should have still been in news, but I apologize, but seeing a lot of questions being asked about rank doubles and rank slayer. Um, why weren't those included within this, within this, within this update? they weren't supposed to be included within this update. Um, for those who don't know ranked Slayer, so ranked four V four Slayer and ranked doubles will be releasing as permanent ranked playlists. Once the match composer releases, again, there is no date. There's no date on that yet. It's just later this year is what has been said from Tashi, but, uh, when the match composer releases an infinite at that time, the plan is for ranked doubles and ranked slayer to be permanent ranked playlists alongside ranked arena and a ranked rotational, whatever that may be. So there you go. Uh, invisible Blade says that the three BTB maps weren't meant to be in this update. People misunderstood from the stream. There you go. Thank you for that clarification as well. Uh, so we're also, we're waiting on a BTB refresh. We're waiting on a firefight refresh. We're waiting on a Husky Raid refresh, a squad battle refresh. Lots of playlists are going to be refreshed throughout the year, including new maps. So stay tuned for those. Uh, to my knowledge and to what Invisibly talking about, it sounds like none of those actually went out within this update. So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Tools, I've been seeing some new ones. Like, I'm not a Husky Raid guy. I know you are, but like me personally, I'm not. But I've been mean, seeing some community-made maps out there. Some are looking pretty fucking nice, dude. Some are looking pretty nice. I can I can respect a good-looking map, and good playing. I can respect a good-looking and good-playing map, even if it is Huskyrate. Uh, Tools asks, when does rank doubles come back into the rotation? Though it's been gone for so long. That's a good question that I do not have the answer to because Halo, uh, the Halo Twitter account, has not released. They're sometimes <laughs> there. They didn't release there. We'll release it when we feel like releasing it calendar. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. How talk about a dumb thing that I want to fucking rant about. How difficult is it to fucking just make a calendar with what you have coming in rotationals just so people can be fucking prepared. how hard is that? Like I, you do it. That's what kills me. That's what fucking kills me. What's up snag. Welcome back. Here is what fucking kills me about this is that I sit here like to everybody at 343, if any of you fucking listen to this, I need you to understand that I do appreciate everything that you guys do, and I know that like the pandemic, the, the layoffs, everything that's happening within the industry right now, it is unbelievably terrible, and it can be totally disheartening and just completely eat away at your mental, and I completely understand and respect the work that you guys put into this. I truly do. But holy shit. I sit here week in, week out. Will is my witness about lack of communication. And then out of the blue, we get a piece of communication and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. That's great. Can we do that again? And then they don't do that again. And then two months or three months go by and they're like, Here's another calendar. Oh, yeah! That's what, yeah! Now we can see, those ranked, for the fucking rotational playlist. Now we see, that's great, yeah! Three or four months go by. What? How fucking hard is this? Just, this seems like such base, you have a fucking template already made for your calendars! Just put the, Just put them in there and fucking push it to fucking save it as a screenshot and put it on Twitter. Oh my God. That isn't even what I want to fucking rant about. That's what I'm fucking ranting about now. Stupid fucking calendars. I would love, I would love for somebody to come into this chat like tools did and be like, Hey, do you know when the rank, what the next ranked rotational playlist is going to be? I would love for my answer to be why yes tools or insert person's name here. I do know when that, when what the next one's going to be, because here is a link to a tweet that has the full calendar. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. We don't even get that shit anymore. Got our games. Watch again major one results by the call of duty league. We don't need to talk about ultra winning. We don't need to talk about phase coming in second. We don't need to talk about optic coming in third. No, because will yeah. I want to say that you predicted this a little bit. I think, no, you did. You did. You predict this predicted this because you said there's always one LAN a year where the rocker outperform where we think they are. So rocker take fourth this tournament. Will, your thoughts. Yeah.
1: Um, it was a pleasant surprise. It's, you know, Toronto phase optic all expected to be at the top. Yeah. When, when your team that you root for like rocker make a run that's unexpected, it just heightens that entertainment value. Right. So It was just enjoyable. It's the first COD event I watched in a long time, to be honest. Normally, I just watch recaps or VODs. This one, I actually was like, oh, I'm going to tune in live. I was at my – I mean, I went to my brother's house for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was supposed to hang out with my brother, and I had COD up on my phone, like, the whole time. (laughs) I was like, yeah, sure, We're we're – we're watching TV right now, but I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glancing over at cod every once in a while.
0: (laughs) I don't blame you. There's some fucking crazy matches in there for sure. Yeah. Um, so just to, just to highlight here, we, we face off against the subliners in round one and winners. Uh, the subliners got fucking obliterated this tournament. For those who don't know the subliners won worlds last year um and they lost to us three0 and then they proceeded to lose to none other than the Carolina Royal Ravens three to one
1: yeah and w- weren't the questions kind of like did the subliners need to make a change coming off of that and that was the big question because
0: and- Priesta was on that team was he not yes last I year so. yes yeah yeah I don't know I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we beat the subliners. We got 3-0'd by Ultra, who ended up winning the event. They were on a whole other fucking level this event. Um, and then we lost. We, we beat the Gorillas 3-2. to two. So it was kind of a nail-biter there. And then we got yep. kind of wiped by Optic 3-1. Yeah, we got fourth. So here's here's my question, Will. You, you said you watched a good amount of the tournament. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been poking fun at our team the whole time thinking that we were going to be a two and out scenario. We ended up getting fourth. How yeah. do you see us continuing?
1: Oh man. Cause
0: I know it's hard. I and-
1: would, I would love to say like, we're a land team and we're going to do well all the time, but yeah. we've seen rocker do this where they do well in a tournament and then they fall off fast. Yep. Um, maybe they're on to something cause they had the upswing late in the online play mm-hmm. and then they do well at this tournament. Maybe they keep trending upwards, but <laughs> getting, I'm not expecting fourth, every tournament, right? <laughs> I want to, I want to see some more before I, I say they're, they're in the mix.
0: I want to give a shout at the tools for his statement here. Tools says, uh, at minimum, I see the rocker as a top 12 team.
1: Huh. Same, uh, same here. Bold, same here, Tools. Bold prediction, Cotton.
0: <laughs> I also see us as a top, as minimum of top 12 team. Definitely. Scraps yeah. got find a shit ton. Yeah, he swore a lot. I like swearing. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, congratulations to the Ultra on winning the event. Not only winning the event, but winning pretty handily. Like, they they literally oh, lost yeah. two maps all tournament. And both of them were against Phase. So fucking good on them. They were, they absolutely annihilated the competition. Um, yeah, I, I want to see like, I know, I know like a lot of people love to hate on like the optic fans and whatnot, but I, I do want to see that team do well. I really do want to see that team do well. I think Kenny being on that team now is really going to help them. Um, yeah, I just, I hope they do well. I really do. So, There's that surprise. You aren't more high on rocker because online means nothing. And they play swell on LAN. Unless of course you think they won't do the same because of how they play online, because that would be wild tools. I here's the funny thing, right? Is because, uh, I don't believe online means fucking anything. And I know you poke fun at me all the time for it, but I truly don't believe it does. And, uh, but here's the other thing tools is that we like, Will and I will more so because he's been more involved like, like with following Minnesota sports than I have like the running joke being a Minnesotan is that Minnesota sports teams are going to traditionally do what Minnesota, Minnesota sports teams do. Right. Will. Oh yeah. They'll let you down. Exactly. They'll (laughs) let you down. So like they'll, they'll show flashes of brilliance. Right. And then the next opportunity they have, they'll fucking, they'll act like they're, They'll act like they're bronze players all over again. You know what I mean? So it's just, Tull says you guys, uh, you guys just burn too much by being fans of anything. Minnesota. That's what it feels like. That's genuine. What it feels like, so y- you're right. Like in a sense, man, they placed well at this first major. Why wouldn't I be higher on rocker now that they placed well at this first major? Well, I look at the degree of difficulty of the, players that they played on LAN and subliners were a shell of them fucking selves. Like I'm not going to discredit where rocker did. They won that series, but they were a fucking shell of themselves. That was insane. And then the only other win we had was against the gorillas. I expect us to not do as well in the next major. That's what I'll say. Like, like you had joked about tools. I expect us to be minimum of top 12 team. Whether that means we're eighth through t- like, whether that means we're tenth through twelfth, I don't know. But <laughs> but we're not great. We're not great. Benjamin, are we going to talk about the Ili interview? No, because I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm never gonna go out of my way to assume what somebody could or could not be going through. I am never gonna do that. I understand all the talk and the discourse around that interview. Um, but I'm, I don't want to discuss something that we don't have the full story on, especially when it comes to something like that and the topics surrounding that. So, um, gnarly. Yes, we will be actually talking about that literally right now. So, Uh, CDL and Overwatch eSports layoffs. This is the last part of CODNO the Games Watch I want to discuss. First part. Activision Blizzard reportedly left with just 12 eSports division employees after layoffs. This is by Scott Robertson of .esports. The shine of a new future for Overwatch eSports has already been tarnished by another wave of eSports industry layoffs, this time via Activision Blizzard laying off several longtime members of the Overwatch World League broadcasts and talent teams, and reportedly its eSports team at large. Included in these layoffs are commentator Matt Mr. X Morello and host analyst, uh, Salome So, I think it's Zoe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, two of the most recognizable faces from the Overwatch World League who were featured on the broadcast since the league's inaugural season in 2018. And if I mispronounced her name, I truly apologize. Um... They are just two of reportedly 60 people who've been laid off from Blizzard's esports divisions, affecting those who worked on both Overwatch and the Call of Duty League. Several broadcasters and observers have been let go. Several CDL employees were just informed of their laid-off status days after returning from working the Boston Major, which we will get to in just a second as well. According to CDL reporter Jacob Hale, there are only 12 full-time employees in the entire esports division at Activision Blizzard now. The company as a whole was largely affected by Microsoft's layoffs of roughly 1,900 employees across gaming divisions just last week. Again, 1,900 employees, which itself is just one of several instances of mass layoffs across gaming companies to kick off 2024. It's fucking insane. And yes, Jammin, we'll get to that again in just a second. The next story was former CDL employee claims leak laid off entire observer teams uh, spelling doom for the future. This is by Scott Dew of Dot Esports. The Call of Duty League no longer has a full-time team of observers for broadcasts. It's been claimed. Josh Lee, a former operator of FreeCam OBS for the CDL, claimed on Twitter and X today that the team of six full-time observers have been let go by the league just days after wrapping up major one in Boston for the 2024 COD season. Quote, there are no longer any more full-time observers for the Cod League as the remainder of Hotlands Lounge was let go after the conclusion of the Boston Major, end quote, Lee said of the team of six. Quote, all those years of work and development the team put in has just been wiped. Cod Esports will never be the same again, end quote. Lee went on to clarify that a few of the team will continue working on CDL shows as contractors and will continue to put in our best, but the way the path ended for us was still heartbreaking. This really seemed like one of the few OBS roles in the industry that might have led to some of stability and impact but alas, he said. And finally from Scott Parkin, the former senior manager of eSports operations for Activision Blizzard. He said, they did it. They actually did it. They let us work with that over our heads and laid us off on our first day off. The lack of common decency is a joke. And what Scott's referencing here is that yes, they had to work the entire Boston Major weekend not knowing whether or not their job would be safe after the major had completed. And lo and behold, they weren't. And that is fucking insane. I said it before and I'll say it again. In my words, don't carry much weight at all here but I truly fucking hope to everybody affected that you're able to find something as quickly as possible to get back on your feet. I hope that in the event, if you were laid off, I fucking hope to God that they gave you a good enough package for the time being to at least help try to get you somewhere else. This is fucking insane. What is happening? And I know. I know that there's a lot of discourse online about the cod league, like the the C the CDL should never have been a thing, franchising should never have been a thing, um, so on and so forth. And hindsight's twenty twenty, and all that shit. But the fact of the matter is. There are still more jobs that we're talking about here. Where when people are saying they should just blow the league up and start fresh and blah blah, we're still talking about other people's jobs here. Like regardless of how many are left, we're still talking about people's jobs. So the last thing that I want to hear is things should be blown up. They they, they fuck. They're doing the fuck everybody. They're they should, fuck them. Like I'm sick of that. was what Activision Blizzard did or Microsoft for that matter was what they did to these employees like justified or anything like that fuck no I think this decision was unbelievably fucking stupid I think there needs to be I think I think industries and businesses that are that are publicly traded I think publicly traded now I may be talking out of my ass right here so bear with me but I think publicly traded companies are too focused on obviously the shareholders and earning and gaining as much money as possible to appease said shareholders and meet criteria, so on and so forth. Right? You know what I mean? That we're so that they—I'm going to use they—because not every single company in the world is like this. That's why I'm ha- I'm specifically calling out publicly traded companies that I feel like they're getting so far and away from. treating employees with fucking dignity and respect instead of being a number on a fucking spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Instead of taking a seat back and thinking to themselves, okay, we are not going to hit projections that we thought we were going to hit based off of X, Y, Z factors, whatever it may be. Instead of coming to that conclusion earlier And then, and I know that the basic response is, oh, the CEO should take less money. I'm not disagreeing with that. Do not get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with that. But just the fact that we're not thinking of alternatives at all, or maybe they are, and I'm oblivious, but like the fact that it it feels like, it feels like on the outside looking in that it always just comes down to the one thing. Let's just cut more people because that'll make it so our losses don't seem as impactful because now we don't have to pay all those people anymore. We'll deal with the aftermath later. Who fucking cares? Like, that's what it feels like, right? Like that's what it fucking feels like on the outside. Looking in is that the writings on the wall that you're not going to hit the projections. Your company is not going to hit your projections. Therefore you're not going to appease your shareholders. Your share price might drop a little bit, whatever. So what's, what are you going to do about it? Oh, God. Oh, God. Our business is going to collapse. Let's lay off a thousand people.
1: It's broken down to the higher-ups look at, like you said, it's a number. Labor cost.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's what it fuck... Like, it feels like that's always what it comes down to. It's It never feels like there's something else that can be done for these corporations. It just feels like... Ah, uh, our customer service department. Mm, we'll offsource it. Who fucking needs these guys? Like that's literally what happened to Activision. They had one of the. There was reported that, and I don't have the report in front of me. It was reported that they had one of the most highly praised internal, um, like customer service departments or whatever it was. And that was like that whole team got let go because they're going to outsource it. And I'm like, yeah. and of course in a month from now, hell fucking a week from now, maybe even now, because this happened just a short while ago, people aren't thinking about it anymore. But it's like, guys, it's tough out there right now. Obviously it's tough out there for all of us. Okay. But at the same time, (laughs) the amount of people that have been laid off so far this year in 2024, guys, we're recording this on January 31st. It is not even technically the end of fucking January yet. And the amount of people in the video game industries and esports industries that have been laid off. Already. It's mind boggling. And I, I want you to think about that. If you're, if you're watching live right now, if you're listening to the audio show, I don't care. I want you to think about that for a fucking second. Think about that. Think about how many thousands and thousands and thousands of human beings were laid off from their only potentially only source of income. A lot of these people, they have families, they have kids, they have homes. They may have moved to that location for that job to then be laid off a week, a month, uh, two months later. That's fucking insane. I. I said it like at the end of last year that I hope that I hope 2024 is like a turning point for the industries where we don't have to see this and maybe things equalize. There's that word again for the better. So on and so forth. But it's just, it's been worse. It's just been fucking worse. So, again, I say it again. To everybody that's been affected by this, I'm so fucking sorry, man. I uh, I. truly hope that you were given a severance package that helps you as much as fucking humanly possible. I hope you're able to get your benefits as soon as possible as well because people don't pay... Like, guys, like health benefits are included in these jobs too, right? Like, think if you just up and lost your health insurance, or you have a family member that is in critical condition or whatever, and you're trying to help care for them. And it's just, these are literal livelihoods that have been stripped away from thousands upon thousands upon thousands of employees. And that's not, and again, not to go on a fucking diatribe. That's not to discredit anything else that's happening around the world. Okay. But in our bubble, It's maddening, it's infuriating, and it's fucking sad that, it, that this is happening. And it just continues to happen. All to, in my opinion, hit that bottom line to appease shareholders. It's just fucking sad. So. Um... Finally, for Cod and Other Games, watch some insight from Adam Aposella. I, I said, uh, I tried to find words that rhyme here, Will. Is, you, know, you know me. I like to find the words that rhyme with one another. You know, the, oh, yes. Yeah, the Tashi's Yes, I, yes, right? yes, 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 yes. And uh, so I have insight from Adam Apicella's aptitude to apply affirmation. A lot of A words in there. And he says, uh, last tweet of the night, but just saying, if Microsoft Activision Blizzard let me run MLG from within... Gave me the ability to run CWL next to Halo and their amazing esports team. And other internal IP, we would build the most powerful internal marketing engine in the industry. Bring back folks like Action Pies, a Drake, and other superstars from MLG and CWL, and they're a lot chomping at the bit to get another crack at this. It doesn't need hundreds of employees or $100 million in funding. It could literally be folded into internal marketing beats and lift all ships. It can also be done fiscally fiscally efficient with common sense and reasonable spending would send shockwaves through the industry. Always have dreamed of a room of massive open brackets similar to Evo, but for games like Halo, Call of Duty, Gears, Overwatch, etc. 10,000 people in room landing. Talk about hitting your core demo right there. Take my money, soul. So we typically include Adam's tweets in here from time to time because he brings a grounded approach to it, and he obviously has done this thing time and time again. Um... And yeah, I just like the insight that he brings, Will.
1: I agree. Um, We know the weight MLG holds in the space. And you have someone who is offering to provide a solution to what we have now with these very expensive events. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: In the current landscape, I think it's worth looking at from Microsoft. Right? Microsoft Activision, seeing what they can do to continue having the esports side of things as they are. I shouldn't say as they are. Continue to have the esports side of things going with a new approach.
0: Yeah, I don't... I'd love to see... Like, a pipe dream, right? But, like, it doesn't even need to be a pipe dream. That's that's the crazy part is that it doesn't need to be a pipe dream. But I would love to see his ideas come to fruition. Like we said, Will, weeks and weeks ago, right, is that he's clearly working on something. He has something. Yeah. He, he's he's percolating something in the mind um, for his next venture, whatever that may be. And I assume he's going to kill it like he typically does along with the people that he brings alongside him. Um. See, so yeah, I'm just... I'm always hopeful for the future, but clearly, clearly things need to change. Clearly. Um, Vactor, I apologize for missing this earlier, but thank you so much for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Smiley, I also apologize for missing this earlier. Thank you for the 11th month resub. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated. Thank you for the resub. And it's good to see you. Oh my god. Um with that will that's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. Which means it's time for those Adventures with the over some other games too. Will what'd you play last week? Uh
1: well we already talked about Infinite. We did grind in the battle pass on the finals, and then uh played a little Escape from Tarkov. Um not much to report on just no, no, nothing crazy going on. Just, just playing. Um, what about you, sir?
0: Oh boy. Thank you for asking. So I played a few games. Um, I played a game called grand blue fantasy relink, which is the most JRPG ass sounding JRPG to JRPG things. um, I played the demo. The demo's out right now because I'm just curious. I've been seeing a lot of like hype around it. Uh, yeah, John, I did. It's crazy, right? I saw, I saw it and I'm like, I saw a trailer for it and I was reading the comments on the YouTube vid and then I went on Reddit. I know bad of me, Um, but I was just curious. I'm like, dude, people genuinely seemed really fucking pumped for this and I've never played a grand blue game before. I know that there's a fighting game before it. I know they've done different genres of games before, Um, but I'm like, well, okay. What is this? Let me, let me see. And I was reading about it and whatnot and and I saw like somebody mentioned a demo. I'm like, well, fuck. I like demos. I want to play fucking demo. And so I, I played the demo on PS5 and, uh, I enjoyed my time overall. I would say, I think the art style is very good. Um, I, the only thing I'm curious about is how, more, like how much more in depth does the combat get? Um, because I, I would like a little more variety in my combat. And I know the demo is just a very small vertical slice of the gameplay. So I'm, I'm genuinely curious about that. Yeah, I had my, I had fun with it. I did have fun with it. So if it's a free demo, it's on PlayStation. Um, the game I believe is releasing on PS4, PS5 and windows and it releases literally tomorrow. On February 1st. So there you go. Not an ad or anything. Just check out the demo if you're interested. It's free. Um, I restarted a playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake. For those who don't know, I despised, and I know that's a harsh word, but I genuinely did not like Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, for a lot of reasons. And this is coming from somebody who had never finished the original Final Fantasy VII. Okay, I'm not going to get into it here, but just know that that's the case. But I decided that I wanted to replay. Ju- I wanted to just mainline the story, just mainline the story for this playthrough, so I'm not dealing with all the other dumb shit in that game, um, and see if I have a, a different thought on it. So that's what I'm doing there. And then played Halo Infinite, of course. We did the community playdate. Uh, played some Firefight with Justin, and then played. Uh, we had the rank debacle. With snag last night, so that, that happened too. Um that's all I played. Gnarly says Star Ocean, the second story are. Uh I saw when I saw the first trailer for that, I was genuinely interested. It's kinda just fallen off my radar. I hope it's good though. I hope it's good. So yeah. Let's get into some fucking shout outs. Happy belated birthday to Lethal. Uh shout out to everyone who joined in the eights, hosted by Riz, right, Will? Yes. Perfect. That included Riz, Halt, Hammer, Ashley, Blair, Snagu, Game Crazy John, Wildcan, Joker, and four of Snag's friends. Also, what's up, PD? How's it going? Unreal title? Wasn't that great? Fuck, you're welcome, man. I've just oh, right off the top. Shout to everyone who joined in the community play date. That's in Juan, Blackout Danny, uh, Danny Phantom, Havox too quick, Game Crazy John, Goalie Sniper, Rasta monkey, Junior, Riznak and Snagoo. Um shots to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Hold on a second. We have Atlas Defcon, um click crack boom. Uh Rolls Pop. Rolls Cop. I I mispronounced it. I'm sorry. Epic Yambo and Vactor. Thank you all so very much for the follows. Greatly appreciated. We had those fucking awesome raids from CQB and descendant. Thank you so much for the raids, gentlemen. Um, And then we had uncle puppy with the five gifted stumpy with the six month resub Rasta monkey jr with the five month resub dragon with the brand new sub um, show sure enough with the gifted sub absent with the six month resub smiley with the 11 month resub and that's gnarly with the brand new sub. Thank you all very much for the subs. You all get a, woo! wait, uh, why do you say Danny or daddy phantom? No, it's, it's Danny phantom, but it's, it's like the theme song. He's a phantom, Danny phantom. It's the, the, the theme song.
1: From the from the cartoon.
0: Yeah. If I play it right now, we're gonna get DMCA'd so I can't do it. But like <laughs> P D, just yeah, look just look it up. Look up Danny Phantom and you'll it'll, all, it'll make all the sense in the world. Juan says, Should I make a sound bit? Yes! Yes, you should. Yes. And you know what the best part about that is me saying yes right now? I'm guaranteed I'll get it in less than an hour. That's not to say, Juan, I need it in an hour, but I'm like, based off how you work, you'll have it to me immediately. I love you. Yes, please. Yes. DM sent bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, I literally just checked DMs because I was scared. <laughs> it's like no fucking shot, dude. It was like two seconds. Um. Tyler says Juan is on it. Yeah, he is on it. Hey, Tyler, you ever thought about hiring him? Because you should. Got your back, Juan. I'm here for you, baby. Um. Goddamn. All right. And then shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. That includes Dakota, Christian, Deep Pancakes, Ashley, Voodoo Man, Rasta Monkey Jr., Ricky, Snagoo, Raider, Hater, Peanut, Butt, One Swole, Danny, Danny Phantom, Rizneck, Zars, Abby Joy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech, Redneck, Goalie, Sniper, The Only Need, Heavy Rainfall, Andy Lennon, and our Board. Thank you all for, very much for the extra support over on the Patreon. Community Creations, Halo Memes every day. Red.com forward slash r forward slash Halo Memes. Go check that out. Capture the Mic is coming back. This is by Europa Halo. They're going to have a new Capture the Mic series. It's going to be live. They're going to have guests on. You should go check it out. Um, And stay tuned to their socials for when they put that out. Because I'm fucking stoked. And then haloquery.com by Gravlift if you were looking for a an alternative um Halo Infinite stat tracker go check out haloquery.com and uh if you're worried about where to go to fucking type in your gamer tag it's at the top left corner right John Right John Top left corner Right John For those who don't yeah. know, for those who don't know, I'm giving John shit right now because he couldn't figure out how the site worked. And, uh, yes, top left corner. You can type in your gamer tag, eat your statistics, all that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, shout out grab lift for that. Yes. Snag. I believe so. Yes. Is that where everyone's triangles in the discord are coming from? I believe so. Yeah. So check it out. It's free. All right. Oh, Mickwin! Love you, fucker. Goddamn. You're fucking nice. How's it going? All right. Will! That's all I got. Yeah. Would you mind uh, doing me a solid and plugging whatever the fuck this is? Yeah.
1: Um, Before I plug the shows, I know we're on the outro here, but we will be rating out, so please stick around for whoever Josh decides to go with here. Do it not- up. But... As Josh mentioned before, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash Pro Talk, where we do an extra audio show, video show, and have extra content there for you, depending on what tier you sign up for. If you're interested in supporting us more, making your dollar go a little bit more further than a Twitch sub, just check out the Patreon. As always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Search for HCS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and others like Josh's favorite.
0: Pocket Cast, still not an ad, probably never will be, but hey. Nah. You, get at I'm, us.
1: Should just reach out at this point. Should sure. um join the Discord, join the community discussion. Links provided on our Twitter in the show notes. It's out there. Um exclamation point Discord and chat. <clears throat> um that's where we did our jersey voting. Um I need, still need, like I said in the beginning of the show, need one person to sign up for the custom Olympics tournament we're holding on February 10th. I know it's one day before the Super Bowl, but it's there. Um, speaking of Twitter, social media sites, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. I'm going to say them all. Um, go check us out there. Search for HCS pro talk. We have old VODs interview series on YouTube shorts up on YouTube as well as TikTok, uh, Twitch Wednesdays, 7 PM central time for the live show. Only fans. Uh, Coming probably, soon. uh yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> And then we had this site HTS but it actually sends you to Evolved Your home for Halo? Because we've partnered with the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. We have our own little section of the site. And make sure while you're there to check out their shows, Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build with Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide.
0: So what, do it. Will, uh idea yeah. idea for the for the non existent uh OnlyFans. Okay. Okay, so Stanzi even says, also Stanzi, welcome. He, he even says, like, the whole feet picks thing, you know? Yeah. What if? Guys, we're not doing this. There's no winks or anything. We're not fucking doing this. But the joke in my head was, we take, we take feet picks of pro players' feet. and That's what our no. only fans is. No. <laughs> Think about how much fucking money we would rake the fuck in, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> you guys want to fucking see Bound's feet, dude? <laughs> I have no words. I'm going to fucking gonna leave. leave. It and I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> Gnarly says, like, socks on the main stage? No. No. We're, we're getting them. We're getting them barefooted, baby. Hairy toes and all. No, we're doing it. Could fund a new team. Oh, my God. Like, oh. We could put it back into the community. Think about that. Toes before bros. Does that say... <laughs> Or we'll say toes for Whoa, the bros. We, we, we need to call toes this conversation for the bros. off right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Tyler, I'd saw Yo, we got it gnarly Hose love bros toes. <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking thing of all time. We're not doing this, but man, that's the idea that got in my head. I'm not lying. That is what I thought of. Like, why, why would we put our feet on there when we could utilize the scene that we're in? You know, Hey, Mick if you're still here, Shoot us some feet pics. You know what I mean? No. We'll t- no. <laughs> Tyler, hashtag release the piggies.
1: <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh. oh my God. Let's go. Oh my God.
0: Josh has thought a lot about this. You may have literally opened up our DMs to feet pics. Literally the only time I've ever thought about saying. this was right now. Right there. All because I forgot who is, who who it was in the chat that that jokingly said OnlyFans, but I'm like, as soon as as soon as that person said that in chat, I'm like, feed picks feed picks is always the fucking thing. But wait a second, HCS Pro Talk, Pro players feed picks. That's it. That's the money maker. Oh my god, people are gonna take this so fucking out of context. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, Jesus okay. Christ, I'm so sorry. For the record, we are Uh, not doing this. HCS toe talk. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. There's a, for, for anybody who doesn't know, um, there's a sports media person personality. His name is Chris Broussard. Um, he's been in in it forever. Uh, his, one of his signature phrases is like 10 toes down or like how many toes down are you as in like, how locked in are you on this prediction or this team or this player, whatever it is. And so he, for example, he was 10 toes down on the Ravens beating the Chiefs in the AFC championship game. He was dead set on his, he was locked in on his prediction of the Ravens beating the Chiefs. Obviously it didn't fucking happen, but uh, that's what I thought about. Yeah. Juan, when you said HTS toe talk, literally the first thought in my mind was like 10 toes down. Oh, God damn it. Fuck me. Is this what... <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, I'm done. I, mean, I think that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, fuck. Thanks for coming to HCS Toe Talk. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to actually do it for episode two, uh, 324. I almost at 200. 324 of HCS Pro Talk. Not Toe Talk, but Pro Talk.
1: Wait, I forgot at the beginning if you said 23 or 24. I
0: said 24. You did? Oh, I did. Trust me. I'm not making that mistake again. (laughs) Fuck that. I am not making that mistake again. HCS Toe Talk merch win. I mean, hey, stay tuned, baby. Stay tuned. Stay Stay towed in. Stay towed into the show. Stay towed into the socials. Guys, we're gonna go. <laughs> guys, we're gonna go raid, um, Daquil. We're gonna go raid Daquil. She's fucking amazing. Um, please stay up, stay with us while we raid her, guys. It's gonna do it for us for episode three hundred and twenty-four. Um, you all are fucking amazing. For those that are tuning in live, thank you so much for joining the conversation. Um, and as always, I mean this when I say this. Thank you all for keeping the conversation civil and respectful as well. That is something that I truly, truly not just pride our show on, but pride you guys on like that's
1: yeah. It's incredible.
0: It truly fucking is. We cannot praise you guys enough for that. Uh, making the job as easy as can be for us for halts for any of the other mods that are in here. You guys are fucking amazing. Thank you so much. Um to those that are tuning into the audio version of the show or the VOD on YouTube, thank you very much for doing so as well. Though that I am looking into the camera when I'm talking to you, if you're listening to the audio version, um, thank you very much for doing so. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment if you want to. I don't care about the whole like, comment, subscribe thing, but like if you want to keep the conversation going, we do read them, we do respond to them. Feel free to leave one if you're interested, if you weren't able to tune in live. Um, like Will said join the discord it's free we keep conversations flowing in there as well and it's not just halo related as well we've been talking a lot about the layoff stuff that's been happening within the industries um we've been talking about call of duty destiny um things that are happening in our personal lives whatever it may be join that it's free it's fun it's a good time all right we're gonna go host up not host up we're gonna go raid Daquil. everybody hope you have a great fucking night we'll catch you next week but until then bye bye